Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 197 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Monday of Bets, also known as January the 10th, 2022, so you don't have to check your calendar, also known as you know the damn vibes today. Roll damn tide, baby. It's National Championship Day. You know it's Nick Saban in the boys' season. You know the vibes I'm putting down throughout the entire show. Now, before we get into that aforementioned show, a couple things I need you to do. Number one is smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well. So you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew, maybe like the Wise Words podcast that's coming back this week, dropping on Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're actually recording that this afternoon, so uh, first shameless plug of the day out of the way. Or if you're watching on our Facebook or Twitter, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there, so you don't miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you are listening to the TTL pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too, as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you can be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching today's show after you hit those other other aforementioned buttons go ahead hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey maybe uh hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters aunts uncles mothers fathers friends enemies neighbors People who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL Pod, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description down there where you'll find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you'll locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Shout out Moneyline Dice. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 197 of the TTL pod. I am your humbled, honored, hyped and always handicapping host Colton Cap'n Colt Sroka and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, analysis, laughs, a little bit of motivation and you know dive into 
fistfuls of rabbit holes here today. We got plenty to talk about nonsense going on in the NFL right now. Holy cannoli stromboli, if you will. Uh, We'll talk plenty about all that nonsense. Um, If you are listening to the show, not watching live, you heard me just randomly shout out Moneyline Dice. Uh, Our friends over there graced me and Mags wearing the new lid on top of the dome piece. Got a new tracking book as well to accompany the Moneyline Dice and an MMA scorecard. But we'll talk all about that once we get to the Moneyline Dice segment. For now, one final item on today's show in the opening formalities, and that is to bring in my partner. The man that sits to my left on every episode of this here pod gives me a jab every time and again when it comes to my Bears fandom or my Cubs fandom versus his Sox fandom and Green Bay Packers fandom. My friends, you know him by now, and if you don't, you better get familiar as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend and around these parts. Let's give him credit where credit's due. The number one seed, Green Bay Packers cheesehead faithful himself, Mr. Riley. R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I could not be doing any better today. National Championship Monday over here, my friend. I have been waiting for this game uh, since about September uh, when we all kind of, for the most part, knew this was going to be the uh, collision mm-hmm. course, that, course that we were on. Uh, but my friend, it is uh, Black Monday, um, Victory Monday for some, Ooh. big Victory Ooh. Monday for some, uh, some rough Mondays for some. I cannot wait to dive into all all of that nonsense uh, with you on this uh, here show today. But aside from that, my man, how are you doing? Aside from being geeked on uh, your tide, uh, you know, rocking the boat tonight. I uh, we'll see if we're uh, you know shaking hands and uh, you know holding hands as far as that game is concerned in a little bit here. I don't know, my man. Probably not, probably not. But uh, for you guys out there, you'll have to stick around and find out if we are or not. Uh, you know how I'm doing on this side of the screen, dog. I'm spectacular. Had a beautiful weekend. Uh, loaded weekend of action, man. You uh, you said it first things first here. Black Monday. Um, wild, wild news coming out. Uh, obviously, yes, Bears fans, you can rejoice. Uh, don't rejoice too hard, though, because we don't have a replacement. We still have a <laughs> lot of work to do. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are out of time, but uh, again, we still got a lot of work to do. So we'll talk about all that second half of the show. There's been some other firings that absolutely blew my mind. Yeah, blew your mind, too. We'll talk about those. Certainly um, one that's uh, got me still trying to figure out what they're trying to do. Miami Dolphins, question mark? Yes, sir. Yes. We'll yes. talk about that in the second half for sure. Um, outside of that comes the NFL yesterday, man, absolutely wild week 18, you know, I kudos to the NFL. Hey, first things first, first things first, big round of applause week eight, successful 18 week season, big first things first. And the way it shook out with teams being nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and eight. I mean, the Colts fell out of playoff contention because of a, a, a bonehead move yesterday. I mean, it was absolutely electric and yes go ahead yes i have to give you your props my friend i uh did not put any money down anywhere near the uh, the indiana indianapolis colts mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but yeah i was uh good for you my man for taking the jags to the damn pay window i so, uh i don't hate myself for sitting on the outside no. the jags took a lot of my money and i guess that would have uh just about giving it all back to me, but uh, that was it. I was uh, I'm happy that you got that one on. I was rooting that one on as a fan because I wanted it to happen for some chaos. And good grief, is chaos what we got? Seven hundred 
plus oh. 700 i cashed um i didn't track anything on action or or anywhere on purpose yesterday um i wasn't over the moon and i didn't feel comfortable as a handicapper like hey yes you guys need to play these this is what sure. i'm getting involved with if you saw me on my balcony bets parlay i pretty much got involved outside of that parlay on all of those plays i just didn't want to track them i didn't know what was happening i bought a lot of points that minus 170 nobody's really going to want to eat that chalk on a minus 170 it's just not what anybody wants to do and I'm not trying to do that either so I did pretty damn well yesterday if I do say so myself but I just didn't track anything so nothing crazy nothing major um outside of that in the NFL world I mean there definitely is we'll talk again we'll talk all about that second half of the show um college basketball Saturday I ended up with all of our ads and everything 10 and 8 uh went up a couple of units so just about 500 um, my personal plays that I gave out on the show, it, they were just about 500 as well. So, yeah, yeah, we it's this early season college basketball, man. Even even the experts. And uh, I think it's kind of cool. We're kind of being uh, started to uh, be considered as experts in the old hey, college hey, basketball hey, field. Hey, hey. Even the experts are struggling out there, man. And, yeah. and we can we can include ourselves in that. It is absolutely nonsense right now. Yeah, I uh, college basketball wise, I think I had like bare just, you know, maybe even under a unit positive as far as Friday through Sunday is concerned. Uh, so not a bad weekend at all. And uh, yeah, yep. NFL Sunday, you know, you and I were going back and forth on Twitter on the show on Friday. Obviously we only locked like one or two things in. Yeah. I think Lose I only had mind. one or two games where I did not have some type of action or angle on. And uh, I, Six. I ended up, breaking even i was cardinals money line away from having mm. a really nice day mm. um i was uh you know as much as i was believing in the cardinals i was kind of fading the seahawks for one last time ah. and they uh clapped me in the teeth so uh still i had a decent day i got some prop incentives to the window ended up uh, mm. not having the opportunity to back any of those like sack ones which is some of the ones oh. that i like the most yeah took advantage of some gronk action some stefan Diggs action though and uh show, you know i tried show. to i don't remember if justin jefferson ended up getting that re- uh record past moss but he definitely took care of his uh he had uh, to be game close, total props man. as far he, as that is concerned. I can probably tell you in about two seconds, but he had to be close. I know he was he was close. close if nothing I know. Else. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I will look it up here real quick. But as always, hey, if you got any questions, anything, uh, drop them down. Uh, any games we're not covering, yada yada yada. You see it in the uh, in the ticker there. Um, as far as college basketball goes, we are uh, we're getting around. We are uh, starting to rock and roll. Really starting to see some trends. I fell into a couple yesterday. One that. Didn't all the way bust the uh, board or the not the board bender, the uh, balcony bets parlay, lucky number yeah. seven parlay. But it was one of the reasons why I did bust and I fell into a trap. And I'm glad I actually saw that trap again today. And we're going to play the opposite side. And uh, I've actually fallen into it a couple times this year so far. So pretty okay. doggone excited that I found it. It's actually one of the earlier games on college basketball slate today. So. I think we're going to start turning around, turning a serious corner here into this week. Um, made about every mistake, every kind of setup, every trap, every line movement that I think we could possibly make at this point in time. Again, always improving the process, always getting better. But the lines this morning, again, you always kind of get scared when you say that. But the lines this morning, I was just they they were looking really good to me. Everything looked really yeah. solid to me. So. Can't wait to dish them out. I got uh, four college basketball bets coming uh, everybody's way here today. Partner, you uh, got the national championship covered for us. You got two plays coming out of there. 
Yes, sir. Um, one on the spread. One is a prop play, if I am not mistaken. 100% so we, correct. So we got that. Uh, he'll kick things off there. Was just uh, flicking over to the old bird app here real quick, making sure everything's working good. Shout out Jeff Dawson. Morning, my friend. Uh, Toss you a little like there. Shout out our guy, JD. Uh, be back on his show on Thursday. And Mags, you'll be back on there sometime soon, too. So we'll uh, we'll get all that rocking and rolling as well. So stay tuned for that. I know bunch, she's there. Bunch of uh, bunch of irons in the fire. Stuff rocking and rolling in the background here for the TTL crew. Uh, last but not least, partner, uh, Mr. Big Ten himself. Okay. Last night's Big Ten marquee game, Wisconsin-Maryland. Let me ask you this before you kind of give your opinion on it before we get into uh, the bulk of the first half of the show here. Do you think that the majority of people bought into Wisconsin at the minus one and a half, the public seeing that, oh, shit, Wisconsin's so damn good. Oh, my goodness, absolutely beautiful. Bought in at that minus one and a half. Then the books flipped it. All the experts came out of the cracks and said, holy shit, it's flipped. We have to take Maryland minus one. And the books won all the way around yesterday. Or do you think it was kind of a little bit of the opposite on that game? You know, as far as it being NFL Sunday, as far as the money moves like that, I did not have a full read on that. Mm. Um, but the uh, kind of what you said is why I took Maryland 100%. 100%. And uh, I really think, I mean, the way you and I and JD were talking about yesterday on Twitter, I mm. think that, you know, whatever the start was, like 29 to 8 or something along those lines, that start obviously doomed them because they came oh, yeah. all the way back. Oh, yeah. Lost by one. I mean, Wisconsin's a really solid, really solid team. Maryland. I don't know. Like we all said on Twitter yesterday, putting them on the damn shelf for a minute, my friend. They are just a weird team. Um, and the other part about it, I don't know as far as I'm curious to ask some people that have been in this industry a long time as far as games like that, uh, where technically they are a big marquee game Sunday evening, but it's in the depths of an NFL Sunday, a week 18 NFL Sunday. I'm curious as to... Uh, some people that have been in the industry a long time, their thoughts as far as does that make a difference as far, mm. as, far as how people perceive that game? Because the general public, um, I'm, I'm not sure. There was not much buzz about that aside from us, uh, you know, college Hell basketball no. homers on Hell that no. last night. So that's kind of where I'm uh, curious to, you know, learn a little bit more about some of those games that, yeah, it does look like a big, uh, you know, big game. But, you know, anyone that's uh, not a diehard college basketball game might not have even realized that game even was happening last night. So, We'll have to see. Uh, not don't, Still don't hate the pick, but uh, obviously it was a, a last-second loser. So moving forward, I did cash Indiana over Minnesota, so broke even on the Big Ten hardwood yesterday. Mm -hmm. So moving forward, moving and grooving, I'm excited for this upcoming week, my man of college basketball. Hey, me too. We got. Uh, I was looking ahead a little bit. We got some solid matchups coming up. And honestly, you know, mid-major king has entered the chat. I love today's board. There's a lot oh, yeah, of yeah. Uh, college basketball experts that are taking a look like, oh, this board sucks today. It's <laughs> exactly how they sound. Um, and I absolutely love it. I'm ready to rock yeah. and roll. Uh, like I said, got four uh, from the college basketball hardwood to dish out. Uh, mine will come in just a little while. The lines are moving just a little bit, but all in our favor. So we'll discuss all of that. We'll talk about that here shortly. But for now, partner, let's kick this week off the only way we know how. And hey, all of you guys out there, too, lift your mugs up high to me, to you over there, good sir. And to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this Gorgeous Monday. Let's kick off the week with the sip, and I'll be right back. Ooh, baby. Wow. Wow. Running, uh, Double sip. Like, yeah, I am running to the end of my like third cup over here. Hey, there you go. I'm about uh, number four, I think, this morning. So Ooh. let's give rocking and rolling, son. You know the vibes. You know what's coming. Uh, championship NCAA, national championship, uh, national championship football, 
Monday, January 10th, 2022. It's time for the first segment of the day. But before we do that, cut the nonsense, quit the drama, and cut all the banter. You could go to any other sports media outlet and get you come to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold Picks, Locks, Insights, and Analysis, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. Well, let's not forget diving into a rabbit hole or two along the way. But for now, let's get back into it. First segment of the day on the first half of the show. It's time for our mags best bets of the day. He's got two coming at you, both coming from the college football playoff national championship final between my Alabama Crimson Tide and his Georgia Bulldogs. Partner, I yield back. I let you have the floor. Let it rip. Let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. All right, my man. I appreciate you. So one of these you're going to like, uh, and the other one I uh, mm-hmm. imagine you will not like, and you mm-hmm. won't be backing me on this one, mm-hmm. partner. I am on the spread tonight for tonight's game, and I am happily and fairly confidently fading the public in this one, partner. I'm going to the Bulldogs, minus the two and a half. A lot, a lot of people on that uh, um Alabama spread, Alabama money line in the plus money spot. And I will not blame you. I will not hate on anyone for doing that whatsoever. Uh, And I am happy to die on the fade in the public hill tonight in this college football game. I am more than willing to accept that. I think there's going to be more of a sense of urgency here from Georgia in this game. Not to say that there won't be from Alabama in the title game, obviously. But as compared to the SEC championship, Alabama, maybe they could have made it in if they lost that game. But they were under the impression we have to get. We have to take this game uh, to get into the playoff. And if we lose, there's a chance we are not. Georgia, obviously, on the other hand, could lose that game and still get the number one seed in the damn tournament. Um, so that is one thing. Or excuse me, the number two seed in the tournament. I apologize. So that is one thing that I'm picking off here tonight. But I also see some more protection for uh, for Stetson uh, tonight in this game. Quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs took six sacks in that first matchup. Uh, but this time around, his offensive line is much, much healthier. They've got Jamari Salyer. I hope I'm saying that right, Salyer. Uh, tackle for the uh, or offensive lineman for the Georgia Bulldogs. He shut down the potential number one pick in the draft, Aiden Hutchinson against Michigan uh, in that sem- semifinal game. One pressure in 69 snaps on Salier uh, was Aiden Hutchinson. So he absolutely dominated him in that game. And I think we see a dominant performance from him tonight. Uh, missed a good chunk of the season. With some injuries, he was. Uh, no John Mechie for Alabama tonight. Uh, got some action uh in regards to that coming up on my next pick. But I think that's going to take away a little bit of explosiveness from the Alabama offense. Uh, and I look for, because of that, I look for Georgia to put a little more uh, pressure here on Bryce Young tonight. And I think uh, we see a much, much closer game with, obviously, my opinion, being Georgia taking the close. I think it might even be a three-point win here, partner, minus the two-and-a-half. I uh, would not really like that minus three. Love it here at two-and-a-half. Give me the Georgia Bulldogs. I don't care if you hate me. I'm taking the Bulldogs minus the two-and-a-half, my friend. Respectfully, you can pound sand, pal. Uh, Ain't no way it's fucking happening. You can kiss my happy ass. It's all Nick Saban season, pal. But as your partner, as a gambling man, and everybody and their dogs having no idea about gambling, being on the Crimson Tide on the money line in the underdog spot makes me very, very, very (laughs) nervous. I cannot lie to you whatsoever, and... I think you're on the right side. Of course, I'm not backing you. You're out of your damn mind. It is up to three. Uh, looks like across the market at consensus mm-hmm. now. So you said you don't like it there. Um, you kind I don't of hate it. it. I you just kind, I, you kind of finishes right at three, and we don't play to push, obviously. Right. So 
Um, there's thought process behind that. If it goes back down two and a half to your line shopping, that's what he's kind of thinking. But um, again, if I was a betting man, I'm with you. Uh, but you see what's on my chest. You see the A there, my friends. That's where I'm siding with today. But no money <laughs> on it. I am going to lose enough emotionally in this game. Uh, you will be seeing content all night long from your boy on. Fair enough. I tweeted out, uh, if you are a fan of the Chappelle show, Dave Chappelle and his uh, uh, crackhead character, Tyrone, that he plays, it's him busting in the room. Is this the 5 o'clock free crack giveaway? And I said, is this the 5 o'clock free Alabama plus money giveaway? Because that's what it feels like. And then you walk in the room and it's a Georgia Bulldog shellacking. That's what it feels like to me, partner. Um, but I, I, th- I do think it's going to be a really good game tonight. Here's the only problem with that is that all the experts – you included hey. in that, but I won't do that, are saying the exact same thing <laughs> that, you, that you are. That's fair. And That's all, fair. I and get all it, of the public is saying Alabama. So it's the it. battle of nobody knows shit, I feel like. And I feel oh, like 100%. if this holds at three, I feel like this game finishes at three. I told you pre-show, I think you're a madman for wanting to get involved okay. in the spread. You're out of your damn mind. You got it at two and a half. Potentially they win by three, but either way, I have no absolute clue. I think the books hold this at three, and this finishes at three one way or the other. So I don't think you should get involved in the spread. Uh, partner, he said, you know what? Maybe I am a little crazy. I don't think I am. This is getting to the pay window. But just in case anybody else thinks I am, I got a secondary play that I absolutely love. I searched high and low, and this is the play on today's board. It has ticked up a little bit. It is moving perfectly. I am still comfortable with where I've seen it at on most books. So, partner, let them have your second best bet of the day. All right, second best bet of the day. Uh, you Alabama folks are going to like this one a hell of a lot more, I promise. I am going to Ja'Cory Brooks, wide receiver for the Tide, over 45.5 receiving yards. I Roll saw tide. this in other spots, 47.5. I like this uh, I like this just about anywhere you see it. Love it up to 50, though. Uh, and Ja'Cory Brooks, if you are not familiar, he is going to and has already taken a bigger, bigger responsibility and role within this offense uh, with, the absence, with the absence of John Mechie. He's a 6'2 freshman, true freshman. I do believe true freshman. Could be freshman, could be redshirt. Not 100% positive about that. But he is a five-star recruit. If you do not know this man's name, I believe you will know him tonight. And if it ain't tonight, uh, he can still have a nice performance and he won't be uh, you know, that huge impact player as far as the entire game is concerned because his total is pretty damn low at 45 and a half. This man's going to be on Sundays in just a few short years here uh, for the Tide. Another line, another one in the long line of great receivers over the last few years. He's the next guy. I said 6'2", 190 freshman. This man is a beast. Four catches, 66 yards in the semifinal against uh, Cincinnati. And that was in a pretty mild passing attack partner. They ran for 300 yards on the Bearcats. A very concerted effort to make to pound the rock. And he still picks up four catches, 66 yards. You saw what happened in the SEC championship with Bama. Uh, Mechie and uh, Jameson Williams had field days. And without Mechie, I think... Uh, Corey Brooks has a chance. Mm. This one's at 45 mm. and a half partner. Mm. I don't feel crazy saying that I think this man could be looking for a six, seven, 80 plus, if not higher type of a breakout game tonight, partner. Oh, uh, that's crazy. how strongly I feel. Despite how I feel about the spread in this one, I think he's going to be a massive factor in this game. The other guy that could step up uh, beyond him, uh, you obviously have uh, Slade or Wayne, excuse me, Jameson Williams, another receiver. Uh, JoJo Early is the other guy that has been kind of a depth guy. 
kind of proved that he's not going to see the same type of uh, performance that uh, Ja'Cory Brooks was. Only one target in that Cincinnati game. So it appears to me that Ja'Cory Brooks is going to be the guy. This is my favorite play of the entire game here, partner. Uh, I like this more than spread, despite how much I like that spread. Give me over 45.5, over 47.5, wherever you're finding it. I love Ja'Cory Brooks to have a nice night tonight, partner. Big time, son. Uh, I absolutely love it as well. We just might have an additional play on Mr. Ja'Cory Brooks here as well on the special play of the day. I don't know. Who am I? What do I know? Um, the only the only guy that I would see like vulturing or vulturing any of his uh, any of um, Ja'Cory's production here today would be Slade Bolden. But outside of sure. that, I, I'm not really worried about anybody else. You mentioned the SEC championship game, and I mentioned to you pre-show, and I'm glad this is kind of the entirety of your analysis, and I'm glad this is – I kind of said this to you with knowing is that if I see anything improving today it's the Bulldogs rushing attack against mm-hmm. Alabama or uh, rushing defense I'm sorry against yeah. Alabama they got diced up like I mean sliced like Swiss cheese uh, right. by Bryce Young the last time and I think some of these receivers step up and I think you're on the right run- one here it's too damn low 47 and a half I- should I take this up to 55 and a half for crying Honestly. out loud you said 50 Honestly. and a half I take this up to 55 and a half this is way too low uh mag second best bet of the day I love it too I'm with you on this one you uh you ain't crazy pal jacory brooks over 45 and a half 47 and a half wherever you're finding it for that guy over there's second best bet of the day partner anything else you need to uh lay out lay down deliberate about banter about anything in between no sir keep it rocking and rolling take us over to uh you know whoever is not over the moon about this college football game obviously everyone just about is but maybe people are looking for a little side action as am i so take it away from me partner Absolutely, my friend. It would be my pleasure to keep this proverbial podcast train steaming down the tracks with the second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. All right, we're going to college basketball hardwood. Now, last week was absolutely bananas. The kids weren't in school. There was no home court advantage. There was wildness happening. Sometimes during the course of the college basketball season, going to be this little week that's like, what the fuck is going on out here? And we encountered it last week. This week, back to normal everything's all good to go i'm ready to rock and roll so got four plays coming from the college basketball hardwood again you mentioned it partner everybody's going to be locked into uh college football well we got our plays there but we need a little extra bankroll builders huh so i got your back don't worry i'm feeling a 4-0 clean sweep here tonight so without further ado let's kick things off first game on tap we're going to the campbell camels and the winthrop eagles and i am taking because I'm not falling in the same damn trap I fell into yesterday. We're learning here. Getting smarter. Come on, kids. We get better betters every single day. Winthrop Eagles minus four. It is up to minus five across the market right now. I am comfortable with it up to minus five and a half. I actually wrote that in my analysis before I even saw this movement. So I am just fine with that. I think they win by a minimum of six. Currently only getting 31% of bets, but a whopping 98% of actual money wagered on this spread. Let me tell you why I sided on the sharp side as well. Campbell's being a little overvalued on the road. They are 2-1 straight up, 3-1-1 against the number, but they covered in their first game, and I believe it was close to Duke's first game too, against Duke, a 23-and-a-half spread. That's not this. Eight-point uh, spread against Marshall, who we've bet on and has sown some serious damn holes, may I remind you, and covered nine points against VCU. They pushed a minus two when they were finally favorites or a smaller spread against Stetson, who can't put the ball in the peach basket if you paid him to. And now we got NIL deals, and they're not paying him to. I'm telling you, my <laughs> friends, it ain't good. Winthrop, 
five and zero straight up on their home hardwood. One and two against the number, so you might say, Colt, what the hell? They're being overvalued. It's perfect value. If the books thought Campbell was going to come in and win this game outright or have a shot to cover, they would have made this a pick 'em, and this line wouldn't be moving up in the favor of Winthrop. It's the sharp side. Play on that. That's my opinions, but there are some stats you need to know about. Winthrop offense wins the day. Their last 10 overall, they have scored 78 or more in six out of those 10 games. You look at Campbell's last five, and they are scuffling. They've scored 66 or less in eight out of their last 10, actually. Uh, Not their last five, their last 10 overall. Same comparison there, but not even close to the same offensive production that the Eagles have been putting out recently. Um... A little bit deeper into offensive splits, Winthrop's averaging 77.7 points per game, 30th in effective field goal, 71st in two-point percentage, and 29th in three-point percentage. True in the nation, they're 34th in uh, three-point percentage overall. I think that's the difference maker here today. Their top three scores scores are averaging 39.5 points compared to Campbell's 33.8 points per game. Top three scores for them as well. Uh, I think it comes down to the offensive side of the ball here. Honestly, everybody kind of wants to talk about Campbell's defense and yada, yada, yada. But... They just haven't played the quality of opponent that Winthrop has, and I think that really shows here today as to why their defense might have some holes. Winthrop has played the 65th ranked strength of schedule per Ken Palm. Campbell, only the 266th. Big old, big old gap there, my friend. 201 spots, and I'm playing all into it. But you don't believe the stats. You don't believe what goes on inside of my goofy-ass head. Believe the trends. Winthrop, 6-1 ATS last seven Monday games, 19-9 ATS last 28 versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Campbell, 1-4-1 ATS last six overall, and Winthrop. 4-2 4-2 ATS last six meetings with Campbell. Hold on, it gets better. 9-1 straight up last 10 meetings with Campbell. Hold on, it gets better. They covered, they failed to cover a minus 4.5 and, and a minus 5.5 just once in the last 10 meetings with Campbell. Winthrop absolutely owns the Camels over the course of history. It continues today. Pure domination by in to the Winthrop Eagles. Minus 4, minus 5.5. First, best bet of the day. I like it, partner. I told you this one's 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Nice little championship game appetizer, appetizer, my friend, regardless of if you're 100% locked into the championship game. This is a nice little appetizer, Uh, and I am interested. I have not locked this one in, but like you said, even at 5, I am definitely interested with you. (laughs) <laughs> oh no what you got? so uh i appreciate you uh giving me the feedback on that one you should uh get involved because this one i absolutely love but um D- dustin our boy dustin shout out uh-huh. my man uh he goes hey i already have the mortgage on bama money line uh but what's the percentage on bet uh, uh bets on both from the public uh, my friend, I will be more than happy to tell you, eh, you ain't going to be happy about it. It's it's kind of moved a little bit actually now, but it's kind of becoming a public dog. Uh, 61% of bets and 57% of money on Alabama plus three. And then on the money line, 49% of bets, but 56% of money wagered on okay. the money line. So... It's kind of right down the middle. I think this game finishes right at three, one way or another. I don't know how. I don't. I, I think literally they are going to hold this bitch at three the rest of the day. You got it perfectly this morning at two and a half. They are going to hold this here. This game is finishing at three, whether it's Bama, whether it's Georgia. For yours, for my sake, for my fandom, I need another crystal football on the table. Well, 
Not a crystal football anymore. Ah, you don't need shit. Ah, come on, come on. We need something for the recruits to notice. Another nice little piece of uh, hardware there on the uh, top shelf. Like I said, I will not hate anyone if they're back in Alabama by any means. It's not like I have some (laughs) that Georgia's winning this game by a million. I'm not saying that. It's going to be wild. Yeah. So that's that's why I stayed out, and I'm going to use my mid As much as you called me a madman, I think I would say you might be a madman if you're, you know, maybe not. I don't know, man. Oh, don't get me down this rabbit hole. Yep, I talked yep, myself yep, one way back and forth yep, yep, the yep. last month. I am uh, firmly on the Bulldogs. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. Here we go. All right. <laughs> on to the next matchup of the day. I absolutely love this one. Uh, going to the matchup, uh, Patriot League matchup between the Army Black Knights and the Colgate Raiders. Now, my friends, a couple things I need to uh, tell you about. Because if you look at the money splits right now, you're going to say, oh, wait a minute. Colgate is the sharp side. Say, hold on a minute. Line to open up at plus minus eight. Quickly dropped down to seven and a half this morning as I'm looking at it. I throw it in the bet slip. I look at DraftKings. I'm on FanDuel locking it in this morning. I look at DraftKings. They are offering Colgate minus seven and a half at plus 100. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. They just don't do that if that side's going to cover. They just point blank period don't do that. By the time I had gone through a couple more games out of the rest of my slip, I come back and this sucker had already ticked up to eight and a half, nine. So what I believe happened, my friends, is that they were seeing the or the books saw um, that the sharps were saying, "Ha, fugazi nonsense! You're out of your mind. We're not plus a hundred. Are you crazy? Especially on a low volume game like this on National Championship Monday on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of the biggest public books there is out there. Something to think about a little bit there, but." There is a little bit more to it than I just think this is a setup for Colgate. If this was last year, we'd be all over the Colgate Raiders. They were a dominant team. They were a good tournament team, but this is not the same team at all. They are pretty doggone bad this year, actually. 4-10 and ten straight up, 3-9-1 and one against the number. At home, they haven't been bad 3-1 and one straight up, 1-1-1 one, one and one against the number. Oh, wait, maybe they have. They've only played Northeastern, S-U-N-Y. I think that's something New York, Sunny Polytechnic. I have no effing clue where that's located. Niagara and Columbus. So if you want to buy into that, go right on ahead. One, one, and one against the number. I don't think they're covering eight and a half or nine here today. I think what happened is the book saw they were getting killed on the uh, sharp side, the uh, plus seven and a half, and they said, oh my gosh, we quickly have to put up some fast line movement to get all the money back on this side. And that's what they did. And I think it's just food gazy and people are buying into oh right under the key number 10 right at nine and a half key number 10 here we go don't buy into it army's playing damn good nine and six straight up eight and four eight four and one ats overall it might be two and five straight up on the road i think that's where you're getting this number from they scuffled a little bit uh, to start the season, but they are back to dominant. I don't know what this Black Knights team has been recently, but they are playing damn good, and I'm all over them. Uh, a couple keys here. This is a Patriot League game. Army is 3-0 and straight up in the Patriot League, so even if they don't win this game outright, I don't see them getting absolutely destroyed. They've been able to handle Patriot League opponents with ease so far this year. Colgate has not. 0-1 straight up in their lone conference game. The books are valuing Army based on last season, and my friends do do not buy into that. I'll uh, tell you a little bit about uh, the uh, last few meetings between these two teams here shortly that I think is going to blow your mind. Um, number one, this is going to come down to hustle stats because offense and defensively, they're pretty similar. Um, turnovers, you got to kind of look a little bit deeper than the surface. You got to go into the Patriot League. And I looked into Patriot League numbers and I couldn't believe my eyes. 
Army is first in the Patriot League in defensive turnover percentage, and Colgate is 10th in defensive turnover percentage in the conference. Just look offensively. Army is second in turnover percentage, offensive side of the ball. Colgate is eighth. So it kind of blows my mind that uh, they have the audacity to... uh, to, to give Army this many points in what looks like they are going to going to absolutely out-hustle Colgate left, right, and center because I also looked at the rebounds, and the rebounds across the board are absolutely ridiculous, the gap there. Army 118th on the offensive glass to 156th on the defensive glass. Colgate 227th offensively and 163rd defensively. I think Army gets multiple second-chance opportunities, man, and they have plenty of opportunities to keep this game close. I said it a minute ago, maybe Army doesn't win this game outright. Maybe they cool off in the Patriot League, but there's no way they're getting cooked. There's just absolutely no way they are getting cooked in this game. But if you don't believe me, believe the trends. Army, 4-1-1 ATS last six following a straight-up win of 20-plus. No letdown spot detected. 4-1 ATS last five Monday games. They they don't have any hangovers from the weekend. 5-2 ATS last seven following an ATS win. They keep it rolling. Colgate, 0-5 ATS last five overall. It ain't a trend breaker today, folks. 0-4 ATS last four versus a team with a winning straight-up record. 1-6-1 against the number their last eight as a favorite. And I looked deep. Historically, there is a trend of Colgate winning and covering two games in a row. Winning outright, winning straight up, and covering two games in a row. And then Army wins and covers to a, a game, and then it's repeats. Two, then one. Two, Colgate, one Army. Two, Colgate, one Army. Well, I looked even deeper. I said, well, this, this is a weird trend. What does this mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. The last two Army covers were a plus seven and a half and a plus eight and a half and this seems to be settling right around plus eight and a half at market consensus after all the line nonsense I told you about this morning that's a great big old how you darn so I'm siding with for my second best bet of the day the army black knights caught him at plus nine I'm cool with him at plus eight and a half this might get back down to plus seven and a half before tip off so uh buy in early buy in often I love it second best bet of the day I like it, partner. I, I like what you mentioned about the uh, the odds pricing there as far as what DraftKings does. I see that from time to time and my eyes light up in the fade perspective because I, I, you know, I'm, you know me, I'm, I mean, we both do it as far as stock and DraftKings, but that is yeah, one boy. thing that, especially when I'm uh, yeah, making my case, I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm on the right side for sure here. Uh, yeah, sitting at eight and a half over here on DraftKings now. Uh, so I think you're on the right side with this one. Yeah, so they were giving it plus 100 at minus seven and a half, and then they made it harder for them to cut. Co- yeah, yeah, that, that, that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, for yeah. sure. Sounds good. Uh, next matchup, going to third one of the day, going to the SoCon, my friends. You know this is my conference when it comes to mid-major ball. I love the Southern Conference. A uh, couple of key things here uh, before we get into it. We actually just cashed a ticket on this team, and I think this is when they start rolling. So without further ado, we're going to the matchup between the Wofford Terriers and the UNC Greensboro Spartans. And we are going back to the Wofford Terriers. Minus three. Uh, we cast them this Saturday, actually. Hope you tuned into Cup of Joe on campus. Mm-hmm. Live every Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, point blank period. The Terriers wake up come uh, conference time. And UNCG is being just a little bit overvalued here. Especially uh, on their home hardwood. They really have not played anybody at home. Well, one one team, but I'll mention that. Played NCANT. Don't care. Copen State. Whatever. North Carolina Wesleyan. Woohoo. Vermont, okay, they've been a good team. I can get down with that. They did win that game, but uh, Vermont was a little shaky. Elon, I don't care about that whatsoever. Then Furman, uh, they lost against Furman. Furman K-8, 
came in, quality opponent. They lost 54-58. to So I see kind of somewhere in this ballpark is where that game finishes here today. Maybe a little bit more for Wofford. They carry in the uh, momentum after absolutely hog-walloping the ETSU Buccaneers on Saturday. They have played absolute dogs not as in betting underdogs but dogs d-a-w-g-s as in damn good basketball teams on the road they have held their own they are battle tested and they are back on track now they've played clemson south carolina georgia gardner webb coastal carolina presbyterian and then ecs etsu all on the road those are damn good teams on the road some of them i know are mid-major you might say hey i don't really know i'm telling you all of those teams are good on uh, on their home hardwood even georgia that is absolute dog poo poo this year has been able to show up on their home hardwood um wofford had a bumpy start to socon play but they are back on track ready to rock and roll they get back to 500 a day in my opinion uh back to two and two but a couple of key things just so you have a little more faith in your boy strength of schedule is really going to loom large here today wofford has played those higher level opponents 197th in adjusted sos per ken palm uncg only 255th neither defenses is uh, worth a damn so you look offensively and wofford is by far and away the better offensive team 76.3 points per game 88th in adjusted offensive efficiency 81st in effective field goal 28th in two-point percentage and 196th from beyond the three-point arc arc all per Ken Palm as always simple comparison to the Spartans 64.2 points per game 240th in AOE 239th in effective field goal 270th in two-point percentage 149th in three-point percentage but I don't think that matters here for them today Um, it's going to be close on the boards for both teams offensively and defensively I'll be really interested to see who wins that battle but the turnovers are all Wofford and if I really like either battle being won I tend to side to the turnover battle Wofford is 107th in offensive turnovers and 42nd in defensive turnovers per Ken Palm simple comparison again to the Spartans 329th in offensive turnover percent and 325th in defensive turnover percent that's easy peasy you see the edge there everything backs it up come with me to the terriers minus three for the socon matchup here today but you don't believe all of that believe the trends wofford eight and four ats last 12 as a favorite four and one ats last five road games four and one ats last five as a road favorite uncg one three and one ats last five following an ats win seven and three ats the last 10 meetings is the road team uh between these two teams the favorite is 18 seven and one ats the last 26 meetings wofford is eight and two ATS the last 10 meetings with UNCG and Wofford is 5 and 0 ATS the last 5 meetings in North Carolina. Wofford owns the Spartans and it does not stop here today. Once again, come on in boys, the water's fine. Wofford Terriers minus 3, my third CBB best bet of the day. I like that one quite. What, uh, excuse me, goodness gracious! I like that one quite a bit, my man. Like uh, I hit forgot the to tell you, you uh, I like the what the what. I like yeah, the one a bit. I, uh, <laughs> these terriers, uh, you got me in the boat on Saturday. They actually helped me cash a nice little. I did my one little uh, parlay of the day on Saturday. Helped me cash that bad boy along with your uh, Hawaii pick. So thanks hey, to you on that one. I forgot Hawaii to mention that to you. Balled out against the beach boy. Oh yeah. Woo! Oh, fucked yeah. him up. Fucked him up. Uh, so, yeah, beyond that, I've got nothing else to add. But, uh, yeah, I like the pick today. I might be involved in this one. All three of these so far, nice little appetizers to the college ba- uh, football championship, my friend. Little bankroll builders, absolutely. Now, we're going to get into uh, – we're going to cash all of those bad boys. They're going to fill in the bankroll, right? We're going to be right over to Mag's play. 
Maybe uh, maybe you see it go to the three. Mag says, hey, B, 10 of you say that's all right. We're going to go to the prop for Max. We're going to cash that bad boy. And then after we cash that in the first half, we're going to be sitting back and you're going to say, shit, I wish we had something else to cash right now. Well, you're in luck because I got one more college basketball play to bring to you for a little, little afternoon Evening, late evening sweat, actually, if you will. <laughs> Say <afternoon>. Grab, grab, <laughs> grab, late afternoon. Afternoon for the people over there, but for here, it's late evening oh, for us. Fair. Grab your nitroglycerin pills. Get your coffee if you're in the Midwest or definitely on the East Coast, because we're going to the matchup, Pac-12, between the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavs. And my friends, you might think I'm crazy, but we're going to the Oregon State Beavers, plus four and a half. Line opened up at six and a half in some places uh, in favor of the Ducks. Five and a half, five market consensus. And it's continually dropped until settling right at four and a half. Now, I'm no genius or anything, but Oregon is getting loads, Brinks trucks of money getting dumped onto their spread, and that number is getting easier for them to cover. Again, I'm not a smart man, but I know what a setup is, and that's a fucking setup there, my friends. Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Neither team is good at all, my friends. They are terrible. Home and away splits kind of tell a little bit more of the story. Oregon, 0-1, straight up and against the number so far this season. They've only had one road game. This being number two, I think that is key critical. They have not been tested on the road yet. Even though Oregon's three and five straight up, two and six against the number at home, they've just been overvalued. Don't worry about them being a dog. They've been like 15-point favorites, 20-point favorites. They're just playing a perceived better team in Oregon, and I think Oregon State might start to figure some things out here. I'm not staying, saying they're, hey, this is the tournament team, Oregon State Beavers all of a sudden, but... I think in this game, they might start to figure a few things out here. Number one, things going to be big for me is tempo. Oregon State's going to speed it up just a little bit, and I think they're, they're going to control time of possession here today. 203rd in adjusted tempo per Ken Palm. Oregon is only 305th. Oregon State is also a little bit more deep uh, on their bench. They have a little stronger bench, actually a lot more stronger bench. They're 25th in depth or bench rating per Ken Palm, where Oregon is only 240th. So worse than 200 spots or 200 spots worse for the Ducks. I mean, I don't know if anybody's getting tired. I don't think it's going to be the Beavers here today. And then finally, I think after this early season scuffle, the cohesion of the Beavers is finally going to start to shine through. They are 125th in continuity, minutes continuity per Ken Palm. Oregon is only 311th. I think we see the Ducks struggle here today. Both teams are pretty damn equal and also pretty damn equal in Pac-12 play. They're both 1-2 and two straight up and against the number. They're identical. And you're telling me the in-state rivalry between the Beavs and the Ducks and you're not going to take the points. You're out of your doggone minds, my friends, especially with this line movement. But you don't believe me for the final time here to kick off my Monday card. Believe the trends. The Ducks. 3-9 ATS last 12 overall, 0-4 ATS last 4 road games, 1-5 ATS last 6 versus a team with a winning percentage below 400, 4-10 ATS last 14 as a favorite, and 1-4 ATS last 5 versus a Pac-12 opponent. Hold on, it gets better. Oregon State, 11-4 ATS last 15 versus a team with a winning percentage below 400. How about that? Exact same stat. 5-2-1 ATS last 8 versus a team with a straight-up losing record overall, 11-3 
ATS. I know you like this partner. Their last 14 versus a Pac-12 opponent. 5-2 ATS last seven meetings with the Ducks. And 3-1 and ATS last four meetings on their home hardwood with Oregon. Give me all of the Oregon State Beavers plus 4.5 in this hated Pac-12 matchup. Close out my college basketball card of the day. I like it, my man. I I love the money splits and line movement. Uh, one thing I'll add as far as to help you out here: ninety-one yeah, yeah. percent of bets on the over, sixty-seven percent of money on the under. Ooh. Making me think the Ducks might uh, have a rough night of shooting uh, is what that kind of, in addition to everything that you said, kind of last final, why is this going to happen? Could be a cold night of shooting from the Ducks is kind of what I'm thinking as far as the exact why. I don't know. If it's cold from the starters, they don't have a bench to defend on. I like it, man. I like it a lot. I do, I do like too. It. I absolutely love it. It jumped off the board at me. Um, it just feels like a spot that everybody's going, oh, this ain't the same Oregon State team. They aren't very good. It's not a public dog at all, so and, I'm all over it. And Oregon, yeah, Oregon's definitely scuffled early. Yeah. They've, they've gotten their feet under them a little bit, but they were, you know, I don't remember exactly Second what they came in the ranked road. in the... I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't remember what they came in ranked, but I still think a lot of people are believing them that they're going to come back and be this, that fourth team in the Pac-12 that's going to make some waves and be a tournament team. Yep. Maybe get to, they get to that point eventually, but they are nowhere near what they we what uh, people thought they were coming in. No, man. They uh, they lost a lot of key guys. Uh, one being Chris Duarte, who really uh, right. made that that engine go over there yep. in Oregon. So there you go. There you have it. All of my best bets of the day. Now. We are about to keep this proverbial podcast train steaming even faster down the tracks. More coal into the fire is about to be stoked. But before we do, in case you missed any of uh, today's best bets, we'll obviously recap them all. But you can find them on the Action app. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at rmags in all caps. You can find all of the daily best bets at Talking the Line. You can also follow the Talking the Line board on the Chalkboard app. Download it on the Apple App Store. Soon to be available on Google Play as well. Follow them on Twitter like you follow us at Chalkboard HQ. Uh, again, follow the Talking the Line board and jump in one of our channels. Go back and forth with us. We are live every day from about 6 to 8 p.m., especially during uh, this time of the crazy college basketball season. And then you can go to TalkingTheLine.com slash today's dash best dash bets. You'll see all of our best bets there. You can actually bet on them right from our homepage. And you can also see live lines and odds and bets from your favorite sports book right from TalkingTheLine.com. We make a nice and easy for you all right there so there you go there you have it uh as always free plug to all of our uh, good friends partners everybody that helps us put out our additional content let's keep it steaming my friend third segment of the day monday 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 madness parlay madness 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 all right, let's rock and roll. Showtime. Four legs on this bad boy. Paying out at over 16 to 1 odds. Maybe even 20 to 1 odds, depending on your sports book. So do your line shopping. Be sure to check it out. Okay. First leg. First two legs, actually. We're going to college basketball hardwood. First one, we're going to my partner's conference, the SWAC. Oh, baby. The Southwestern Athletic Conference, if you will. And we are taking the Alabama A&M Bulldogs plus one against the Jackson State Tigers. Uh, Bulldogs are, it's kind of funny, we are taking an Alabama (laughs) Alabama A&M Bulldogs. That's right, Alabama playing Georgia Bulldogs, and we are taking the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Plus one and a half is where it opened up at, uh, down to plus one, lost the hook. They are the home team, so we love that line movement, especially here early on in the day. This 
is one of the later SWAC games on the board. Um, Looks like back up to two in certain spots. Okay. Not concerned about that. No, not whatsoever. Um, fine with that as well, but uh, we caught it at plus one. Uh, a couple of key things here as far as trends-wise. Uh, the Bulldogs are 4-1 ATS last five, following a straight-up loss. Uh, they are 6-2 and two ATS last eight as a home dog as well, so they performed really well in this spot. Uh, good as a bounce-back team, good on their home hardwood, uh, being undervalued here today, and I think they win it outright. Partner, anything else from you? Yeah, not too much to add. Um uh, Jackson State coming out slow in the swag play. In swag yeah, yeah. play, zero and two straight up. I think that continues tonight. A and M two and one to start the season uh, in the swag. So I think that continues tonight. Uh, Jackson State just being a little overvalued on the road here. I think the uh, the old A and M Bulldogs. How about that, dude? I, if that ain't perfect, if that's a loser, hey, then uh, hey. color me silly and I'll quit this damn game. Yeah, 100%. Alabama A&M Bulldogs for the first leg, plus one. Take every point the book is willing to give you, but we do think they win it outright. Second leg, still on the college basketball hardwood. We are going to a completely different uh, conference here. I'm not sure these guys are. Maybe they might be in the same conference. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they got to be. Uh, University of San Diego Toreros and the Pepperdine Waves. I love the Pepperdine Waves last night at minus two and a half. This son of a bitch shot up to minus four this morning. Yeah. I say, woo, I don't know if all the value's in it there, but uh, still like them. Partners said, hey, well, it's still on a parlay. We can get a little bit of value out of them. Why don't we just take the money line? I said, well, aren't you just the smartest gambling man I ever met in my whole damn entire life? <laughs> minus 170, minus 180, somewhere in that ballpark are the Pepperdine Waves. Um, but just to kind of solidify it, there are some really solid trends here for them. 13 and three uh, against the number are the Waves. Their last 16 following in. ATS loss eight and two against the number of their last 10 as a favorite four and one uh, against it as their last five Monday games eight and two ATS last 10 home games 12 and four ATS last 16 following a straight up loss and nine and three ATS last 12 as a home favorite overall Toreros 0 and four ATS last four Monday games been uh, drinking a little bit too much of the uh, old rumplements uh, on Saturday and Sunday coming in a little hungover two and five ATS last seven as a road dog they don't like getting on the bus Two and seven ATS last nine as a dog overall being uh, undervalued or being valued right in the right spot or being overvalued rather. Owen five ATS last five following an ATS win. So Pepperdine money line. If all of those uh, stats or trends, ATS trends hold true. I mean, obviously this money line will cash easily, but yeah. even if it's a little bit of nonsense, we love the uh, money line nonetheless. Anything else for you? Pepperdine waves money line second uh, leg of the Monday Madness parlay. Uh, yeah, both in the West Coast Conference to help you out with that. The ah, uh, same conferences, BYU, San Francisco, yes. uh, Saga. Uh, but Pepperdine, don't be fooled by just— That's my exact problem. That's my—okay, quick rabbit hole. That's yeah. my exact problem with fucking the Gonzaga Bulldogs being in the WCC is because there is the USD Toreros and the Pepperdine Waves in with yeah. them. Do you think they are going to hold a candle to them in any no. form, shape, or fashion? No. Please continue. I digress. And speaking of, what did we most recently see? Pepperdine, they got their ass clapped by the old Gonzaga Bulldogs. So people How about think they it? stink. Uh, no, that's pretty standard for Gonzaga going up against the uh, anyone not named BYU in San Francisco. Uh, but nonetheless, don't be fooled. Uh, my main point here is don't be fooled by the straight up record. 7-7 seven and seven for San Diego, 6-10 and 10 for Pepperdine. Uh, Pepperdine's played a really tough schedule. Don't think they're quite the team that we loved last year, partner. But I do think they will uh, even out. And uh, I think they'll cover. They might be a profitable team in West Coast Conference play. I agree. I am interested in the minus four as a straight play, but I love the money line on this one for sure. Show enough. There you go. Pepperdine waves, money line, second leg, Monday Madness parlay. Third leg, keeping the Jordans on, but yep. uh, upgrading a little bit, if you will. Going to the mm. NBA hardwood, matchup between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Charlotte Hornets. 
This one stinks to high hell, and uh, we're thinking that a few people didn't pay attention what happened to over the weekend, and they're going to come in here way too hot, overvaluing the Milwaukee Bucks. So we're taking the Charlotte Hornets plus two or however many points your book is willing to give you. As always, uh, a couple key trends from me uh, before Max kind of tells you about this uh, previous matchup that they just played uh, against each other. Milwaukee starts weeks off slow, dude. They are always traditionally do 3-7 and seven ATS last 10 Monday games. Okay. And right now, Charlotte is cooking, my friend. 6-2 and two ATS last 8 games overall. 13-3 and three ATS their last 16 on their home hardwood. 7-1 and one ATS last 8 as a home dog. And 4-1 and one ATS last 5 following an ATS win. They're also 12-4 ATS last 16 playing on one day's rest. Now, before you take it away, partner, um, oh, I'll, uh, I got the uh, head-to-head trends too here, but I believe uh, these two teams just played each other. It was in Charlotte. Milwaukee didn't get back on a plane and fly back to Milwaukee and then say, oh, shit, we got to get back on a plane again and fly back to Charlotte. They probably stayed in some hotel. You probably don't want to uh, be playing this game after you slept in. I don't care what suites you got. Your, your, there's no bed like your home bed. You know what I'm saying. All they're trying to do is get on the court, put a couple of balls in the peach basket, and get the fuck out of there. So I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to be ready to play this, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. But before you take it away, one more. Bucks one and six ATS last seven meetings and one and eight ATS last nine meetings in Charlotte. Oh, I did not know those ones. Ooh, I yes, like sir. those a lot. Yes, sir. Uh, what I uh, am coming to the table with, friends. Uh, so the two biggest names that you know are going to be present tonight: Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris hmm. Middleton. Uh, also Bobby Portis, but beyond that, partner, everyone Bobby else, is. just about everyone else that matters is not going to be playing. Uh, Drew Holiday is out. Extremely important in this matchup with the Hornets. I don't want to say, obviously Giannis and Middleton are the two most important players, but in this matchup specifically, all these other guys, like if you put the Bucks up against a different team and you had Giannis and Middleton and whoever else... Might have stand a chance, and of course they stand a chance tonight, but without these cards against some of these uh, Hornets uh, stars that they have on their side of things, uh, I mentioned Drew Holiday, Pat Connaughton is out, George Hill is out. They played. They started Jordan Wara and Wes Matthews uh, on Saturday night combined for 12 points between those two. Their entire bench put five points in the basket on Saturday night, partner, or whichever night it exactly was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to see a similar performance. Mm-hmm. you got Giannis's brother playing. Okay, he only played a few minutes, but you got Rodney Hood and Langston Finishes. Galloway playing about 18 minutes each. Got zero points. Uh, Rodney Hood was a good. minute away and one rebounded away good. from being that classic stat where you got zero, 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 20 minutes, good. one minute. He had, or he had 19 minutes and one rebound. Otherwise, he would have had his own stat like that. Uh, but basically what I'm saying is it's Giannis and Middleton and anyone else that you want to put out there. It doesn't matter. I, Bobby Portis as well. Love Bobby Portis. Shout out. Bobby P for sure. Um, shout out. But this Hornets team is going to take advantage of these uh, holes upon holes that the Bucks got tonight, partner. So lo- I think they went out right again. But uh, love the extra insurance getting them well, uh, playing a second time here, consecutive games. 100%. Take every point they're uh, willing to give you. But we were just up in Milwaukee a few months back, and yeah. uh, they built that beautiful stadium. They got their uh, the old wonderful Pfizer Forum. Yeah. Uh, they got their uh, new piece of hardware to sit out there in the main sure concourse, did. and uh, now the wheels are falling off. I hate to say it, Bucks fans, but I don't think Milwaukee is uh, going to be making too deep of a playoff run this year. But, hey, call me crazy. What do I know? Who, yeah. who am I? Uh, but, wrapping it up. But like oh, you said, I don't oh think boy, people realized how what happened on Saturday night, and I don't yeah. think 
they, they just see Giannis and Middleton and they say, okay, Bucks, oh, easy money. We're good. Here we go. Showtime. Nope. Do not buy into it. Take every point with the Charlotte Hornets. Third leg, Monday Madness Parlay. Now, I said this was a four-legger. So, wrapping it up with the fourth and final leg on the Monday Madness Parlay. Going back to Mr. Chikori Brooks. Mm. But we're not going to any receiving totals, any rushing totals, anything like that. We both believe with a burning passion that he is finding the sacred side, the end zone, the spot on the opposite side of the goal line, whatever you want to refer to it as. So for the fourth and final leg, we are taking Ja'Cory Brooks. Anytime touchdown score at plus 200 odds, plus 250. It's dropping, it's moving. It is in our favor, my friends. We absolutely love it. If anybody's going off, it's Ja'Cory Brooks. He's had three touchdowns this season. Um, nothing crazy, but he's really starting to show out here towards the end of the year, like Mag said in his analysis. And if anybody's making an impact, stepping up for Mechie here today, I do think it's going yeah. to be Brooks. So any final closing thoughts on the final leg, making that entire four-leg parlay a plus 1,607 odds payout, maybe even close to plus 2,000 odds payout, depending on your book? Yeah, most definitely, dude. Uh, you know, I mentioned 6-2, so in addition to being – he can get it done from anywhere. He's a goal-line threat as well. One thing I like to look at as far as odd movement, odds movements, as far as touchdown scores, partner – uh, he's plus 200 on FanDuel. That's been coming down. DraftKings doesn't really move their odds once they set him, especially Ooh. day up. Still sitting at plus 275. I put a straight wager on this man at plus 275 to find the end zone, man. Hmm. FanDuel's dropping it down because I imagine people are pouring money on him. DraftKings says, ah, you know, take our money. We don't give a shit. Um, so I love it, <laughs> man. It is over 2,000, uh, this parlay on DraftKings, uh, and that's where I'm playing this sucker, about 2,100 odds. So... I love this man to get have a huge night. I can't say hey. enough about how, how highly I think he's going to be tonight. I might have to sprinkle this one on DraftKings too because I sprinkled this one on FanDuel. Uh, might have to because uh, all, all my uh, bankroll is on FanDuel right now. So I might have to uh, take a little bankroll out, toss a little on DK Plus. to uh, bankrupt them too. Plus 2,000 first TD score, my friend. Oh, my. Good. Plus 2,000, you said? Plus 2,000. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. We might have to talk about that in the second half of the show. We'll get into a little bit more nonsense into the national championship for sure, second half of the show here. But before we do, as I'm throwing my doggone chapstick all over the place here, all right, let's recap all of today's best bets of the day coming from the TTL crew for this gorgeous January 10th, 2022. You thought I forgot. No way in hell I would ever. Before we can, we need you to rip out your sports books, pull out your paper and your pens, or maybe your pencils if you're a mistake-prone human being, or whatever mode, method, or means you utilize to take stock, note, or form of the TTL crew's best bets of the day, because as I bring in my partner, it is now time to recap all of our best bets of the day for this gorgeous Monday of bets. If you'd be so kind to turn your attention all the way to the top left portion of your screen, you see our Mags picks. He's got two coming at you, both from today's national championship game between the Georgia Bulldogs and the Alabama Roll Tide Crimson Tide. He's taking the Georgia Bulldogs minus two and a half, would be a little more tentative around minus three, and he's taking Ja'Cory Brooks 
over 45 and a half receiving yards. Do your line shopping, but he is comfortable with that up to 50 and a half. Turn your attention to the right top portion of your screen. The mid-major king has now entered the chat. A little extra uh, bankroll builders appetizers to the national championship, if you will, for me tonight. Taking the Winthrop Eagles, minus four. The Army Black Knights, plus nine. The Wofford Terriers, minus three. And the Oregon State Beavers, plus four and a half. You see above us, you know we always bring you a little extra juice. Special play of the day, Monday Madness Parlay. Four-legger paying out at over 16 to one odds. You will find the four legs as follows. The Alabama Bulldogs, Alabama A&M Bulldogs, plus one. How about that for a coincidence today? Pepperdine Waves money line, the Charlotte Hornets plus two, and Ja'Cory Brooks, anytime touchdown score in tonight's national championship game. Parlay those bad boys up. Call it the Monday Madness Parlay, and let's get it to the doggone pay window. Before we can bankrupt every damn book on the market, we need you to. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing and whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. I love it, man. You got the appetizers covered. You got our dessert Hot covered. Hot dog. Hey, oh, we got the main entree on deck, dude. I, I love this action today, dude. Dude, I am a big fan. I see a, uh, you know, because I do think this ends at three. I, I'm, I'm going to, I, I really, I'm going to put it out there. I see a nice 7-0 and clean sweep. Seven seems to be a great number here today. One of my teams was averaging 77.7 points per game. So, hey, who the hell knows who am I? Uh, rock and roll, TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day. Okay, now, I'm actually really excited about today's Moneyline Dice segment. I can't lie. If you couldn't tell, I got them perched on top of my hey, dome piece. Um, but I got some other stuff I want to show off, want to talk about, want to give want to give the fellas over there some love. So without okay. further ado, Moneyline Dice Roll, you see it on the screen. Uh, Alk slash Alst. That would be, without further ado, as I Actually pretty us. coherent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You pretty, know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> As opposed As, to... <laughs> I'm gonna Whatever the hell you do usually. <laughs> uh, Alk and Elst, this will be the Alcorn State Braves and the Alabama State Hornets. Today's money line dice roll of the day. They are live on set, ready to rock and roll. So, hey, 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 first things first, partner, you haven't got yours yet, but I do believe... This hat is going to be one that is going to be all right for your big old noggin. Oh, I love this it. One, this I one, hey, it. check it out, check it out. Trucker hat snapback. So yep. you can you can adjust it. It'll be nice. It's nice. It's for, wait. I mean, it form fits. It feels good. I think I think this one might hey, work out hey, for you. Here here's the deal. Either it'll be a, a perfect match made in heaven, which I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, my head uh, is uh, just a massive dome, and maybe we do a little uh, you know a little giveaway, maybe. Maybe or you. Check but I'm it hoping out. it fits see, well. See I'm hoping if, it fits see well. See if it fits old Paige's noggin. Well, you know about that. Well, that works too. Hey, maybe, oh, maybe it fits her that. noggin. Yep. Maybe she likes yep. that action. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? That's a good move. because so, that is not that I didn't think it was going to look nice. It is ten times nicer than oh, what I it was fuck. honestly expecting. It's crispy dude. as fuck, dude. I, I I I kept looking at it on their site, and I was like, I got I got to talk to the boys. Like, yep. hey, what's up? I'm always rocking a hat. They're like, yeah, we got you. I opened up that fucking box, and I said, oh my child, yeah. please. I mean, I about had to put on sunglasses. I fucking turned the lights off. I said, goodness <laughs> gracious, that fucking thing is shining right now. 
So, without further ado, a couple things I uh, want to shout out. We got uh, today's roll, obviously, home and away, wild card roll, and the money line in ATS, wherever the hell that is. There we go. All right, those dice are ready to rock and roll. Now, partner, you got uh, your own, too, a uh, little tracking book. Sure. Send us a couple of tracking books over. So we'll go ahead and uh, we'll track everything now. It might be a little bit too bright, but you can see we'll track everything all the way down and through. Uh, we got the pick, the uh, the odds to win, event date, event time, and some notes. So maybe we can just write in, um, Mags thinks this play is bullshit, F the dice. <laughs> Whatever the case might be, we'll just write Fair it in enough. there. So there you Fair go. Enough. There you have that. As well as, you know me, I'm about ready to cream my jeans come okay. Saturday, dude. MMA scorecard mm. for your boy. Yeah. MMA scorecard. I repeat, it's a fucking code red. We have an MMA scorecard. Oh my gosh. I am going to be sitting on the edge of my couch just fucking bullshit. Bullshit. I had it the other way. I cannot wait to be able to utilize this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Moneyline Dice. Shout out. Been utilizing the dice for so long. We've had the segment forever, and yes. uh, we've been partnered with them forever, and they uh, just sent us some merch out of the blue. Appreciate the hell out of them. Uh, so there you go. There you have that. Can't wait to uh, be able to utilize that. We'll start utilizing some of it here today. Um, if you want your own stuff, we got a little hookup for you as well. Go to MoneylineDice.com. No merch is off limits. Toss whatever you want in the cart. Enter code TTL10, TTL10. You see it down there in the ticker. You get 10% off your first order, MoneylineDice.com. Go support our friends over there. They have a solid quality product on top of their uh, featured product, the Moneyline Dice. Okay, partner, enough from me. Enough plugging. Let's get into the segment. Alcorn State, Alabama State Braves. Would you be so kind as to indulge all of us? Uh, what's the spread here? Where's this game at? And uh, what's the current total? And uh, once you do, get these dice warmed up and uh, rolling. All right, my friend. This is a uh, beauty of a swack matchup. Don't uh -huh. know who's coming out on top. This is a tight one. Toss-up from me. Alcorn State at Alabama State. We are at Alabama State for this one. Uh, the, uh, the Hornets are the home team in this one. Alcorn State minus one on the spread. So home dogs for Alabama State of plus one. Uh, plus 100 on the money line is Alabama State. This is all on FanDuel. Minus 120 for Alcorn State on the money line. Over under is 135 and a half. Not sure. I'm looking at some money splits now. Uh, not showing bet percentages over here, partner. I am seeing 85% of money on Elkhorn State mm -hmm. and 95% of money on the under. Now, these are some, this is a low volume, low volume game. So that might be some uh, big betters. I don't sure, know. Sure. Uh, but last I checked, maybe you uh, know how this opened up last night, but it does look like this was at minus two pretty recently and then just jumping all over the place. So we got the Elkhorn State Braves. Favored by one on the road, where I'm seeing it right now. So, yeah, Alabama State was a uh, a, a pick'em favorite last night, and okay. uh, now they're two-point uh, home dogs. So, very, very interesting to uh, see what we are. Uh, yeah, they were they were actually minus one too before the show as okay. well, and now they're okay. to plus one, correct? Plus one, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, or plus two in some spots as well. So, hey. Um, if we were betting men, who knows? Alcorn State would probably be where I would lie, but. We have it ready to rock and roll. The first, you can see a little bit of writing going on there. I, I, know, sure can't. I know you might be doggone blind, partner, um, but uh, I will also say at Bama, so we know this is not on a neutral floor. Okay, without further ado, I am so excited. We get to, uh, oh, the odds on this bad boy. Uh, we'll, we'll write all that down once we find the pick. Okay, so without further ado, let me clear the damn runway here. 
First roll of the day, the home or away die. Look at that bad boy glistening in the studio lighting. Are we going to the Alabama State Hornets or the Alcorn State Braves on the road that have been absolute wagons to covering the number? I don't know, neither does Mags, but we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away team, Alcorn State Braves, away okay. team. Unofficially. Okay. That is an A, away team Braves, unofficially. Next roll, will we be going to the Braves' money line, or are we just laying about a bucket, a little under a bucket? Who knows? I don't know. Once again, Mags hasn't a clue, but this cubicle object that be the money line dice sure does. So without further ado, we let it roll in three, in two, in one. Shit, off the table. Sorry. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh-oh. My fault. My fault. I caught it. We're good. Didn't go anywhere. Caught it. We're good. Here we go. Three, two, one. Wow, that fucker wanted to go off the table, but it is ATS. 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 I'll bring it back in for you. ATS. I mean, we're talking about it teetered on the edge. So that's like the dice saying, hey, this is going to be a little sweaty, but we got your back. So ATS. All right. So first unofficial pick, Alcorn State minus one, unofficially so far. So now we go to the wild card die. Will the Moneyline Dice open up the week? Shout out, Moneyline Dice. Oh, boy. Shout out, uh, Moneyline Dice. Go to the Double Down for their first selection of the week. Are they going to say, yes, boys, we have the firm faith that this bad boy is going right to the pay window? Are they going to say, hold on, we messed up a little bit, we want to make sure we have everything in order, quick little re-roll, or are they going to the total say, hey, we're kicking off the week cash in two tickets? I don't know, nor does Mags, but we all find out in three. In two. In one. Home money line. Ah, re-roll. Damn, re-roll. re-roll. It's been so a while. Is, been a while. Been a while since we had to do this one. one. So the old yeah. dice are uh, causing some shit. Okay, so enough of the fanfare. Enough of the Fair nonsense. Enough. Home or away. Three, two, one. Away team. Once again. Okay. Away team around. once again. Confirm once again. Damn, look at just the fucking. Look, look at this, Max. Look at the, I mean, just, <laughs> dude, my, I, I'm just too look blind. at this, man. <laughs> oh, you can't, oh, I forgot, yeah, that's right, you can't see the fucking A. so damn blind. Yeah, I know you are. It's all right. Here we go, I'll be your eyes. Uh, and then when you officially go blind, I'll really be your eyes. Uh, Moneyliner ATS. ATS, once again. Okay. ATS, okay. once again. Braves, minus one. Once again, money on, line dice. dice, wild card roll, double down, re-roll once again or to the total. I don't know, on, but dice. here we go. Three, two, one. Home ATS. Are Damn, you come fucking... On, dice. Come on, Dice. All right. Too early in the week for these shenanigans. Okay, here we go. Homer away. First roll, 3-2-1. Come on, Dice. Away team, once okay. again. Away team, once again. We, we it, understand this. Can you quit fucking around? We. I literally gave you... FaceTime with all your additional products, and I'm yeah. wearing your shit on top of my dome. You don't <laughs> need additional FaceTime, please. Money line or ATS. ATS, once all again. Right. Okay, Come spectacular. On, Come on, Dice. Here we go. Here we go. Enough nonsense. Wild card roll. We all find out in three, in two, in one. Away, ATS. Hey, doubling down. All right, Dice. Oh. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. For the first time this one. week. And after a little bit of shenanigans, I love you, Dice. The Dice have spoken! If you 
Want a guaranteed take one ticket to the window here tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Not per me, not per mags, per no living, breathing, heart beating human being here on this planet, but per the all knowing, ever present, ever powerful cubicle objects that be the money line dice hammer in right here, right now. The Alcorn State Braves, minus one. I okay. Like I said, I was torn, hundred percent torn on this one. Thank you, I dice. Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. Dude, why? Why? You know what I was thinking? This is so. This is a What's SWAC that? Southwestern Athletic Conference. Sure. Why the hell are they Southwestern Athletic Conference? All these teams are Southeast: Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. I think like Texas, Arkansas is like the most Western they got. You know that is a very, very uh, all these other Southern and Southeast there. names are just taken. They can't be the SEAC. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you should hey. call somebody up. Where's the damn conference office at? Where's conference HQ? Call somebody up and tell them probably how, fucking how pissed off Alabama. you are. About it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably all right, uh, Alabama. minus one, getting the juice all over everywhere. Minus one fourteen. Uh, bingo, bango, zingo, zango. Be who you can afford to be. Bet whatever you want. Half unit, whatever. There you go. Alcorn State minus one, the first official selection. You can kind of see it written in there. I'll try and go a little quickly. Yeah, you can see a little bit closer now. Uh, but I will. Uh, I'll keep track of this. We'll uh, we'll keep everything rocking and rolling here in the uh, the old money line dice tracking book. All right, there you go. There you have it. Today's money line dice roll of the day. All right, for crying out loud. No, no, you got to go away. There we go. All right, for crying out loud. Let me get rid of this doggone thing that was uh, causing some nonsense. All right. We've been going at it. The dice wanted some extra time. There you go. There you have it. Let's keep this show moving and grooving. Second half. We got some nonsense to talk about. We got plenty of uh, everything all in between. So without further ado, let's kick it off. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 197 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous Monday at Bets, also known as January the 10th, 2022. All right, dude. So, been coming to different with uh, different angles on these. We did trivia uh-huh. Thursday with songs. Yep. Uh-huh. Still trying to iron these bad boys out, but I'm uh-huh. uh, you know interested in a little movie Monday. Woo! How about that? Uh, as far as that, movie uh, so like I said, still need to iron this stuff out because it is uh, going to be essentially okay. what we done on Thursday with the songs, but movies. I love it. I so love it. Uh, January tenth of these random years. What was the number one movie in the box office? Didn't release right. on this day. Didn't get released on this day, but it was just the standing number one movie. So I'm with you. Let's do it. Starting in 98. I made sure I whittled out some years where I didn't even know what the hell the movie was. So we're back to 1998. 1998. Uh, without any hints, a monster movie. Not uh, quite in our wheelhouse of what we enjoy, but uh, one of the biggest movies of all time not uh you know no superhero movies i'll i'll wheedle that out for you no superhero so movies. hold on before you say we enjoy i know you don't enjoy horror movies i love horror movies Is not that, what that. You're saying okay nope monster movie you said 1998 uh, no, no. so not no sorry not literal like monster movie like it was a monster of a movie oh as far yeah as, like, I'm numbers trying to, like, that it did. Okay, my bad my bad i was like monster movie more of a drama fuck? more of a drama okay. and uh you know uh-huh. Drama, 1998, and, and a, one of the most famous directors. Pretty sick list of uh, movies he directed. Still uh, young in his career, but now one of the biggest actors of all time was in this movie. Based on mm. a true story. Boy, oh boy. I'm going to throw one out there. I'm going to say Titanic. 
100% correct. Titanic. No way. Yep. No 100% way. 100% correct. Let's go. <laughs> 98 was Titanic because right. I was think, I was just thinking Leo. That was kind of the first thing yep. that came to my mind. Yep. Titanic. James Cameron, director of that. I was Ooh, uh, I was talking about yeah. this for other reasons. Okay. Uh, James Cameron is also on this list later. But uh, okay. uh, fast forwarding to 2000. This one, I don't know. I'm like, it's. I'm trying. It was hard for me to figure out hints to give you this one. 2000 uh, comedy movie, actually. The It is the sequel. I was actually surprised to see that this was the number one movie uh the first movie came about uh 1995 or 6 this is the sequel one of the main characters uh that was in the first movie is not in the second one if that helps you out they made i think three of these Ooh, this is a tricky one 2000 2000, 2000 comedy oh my first my first instinct, nah, that's too, that's too, that's too. I, like I said, I was actually really surprised that this was like number one box office movie because I know it's popular, but I did not expect it to be, you know, doing numbers to get number one in the box office. 2000 comedy. Man. Mm. It's a sequel. One more and, hint. And one if more hint, uh, I'll, I'll the number tap. two, it's a sequel, but the number two isn't in the movie, if that helps you. So it's not like well, so-and-so two. It's not that, mm. if that helps at all. Mm-mm. Not ringing any bells. First one was one word, day of the week. So I mean, it, so the first movie I just said it was I one word, and it was a I day tap. of the week. I tap. I got nothing. Okay, okay, you got seven days of the week. Is there any movies that are named the day of the week? I literally have never watched a movie in my life that's named Friday. Anyway. Next Friday is this one. Oh, Friday. The movie Friday. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That was good. Doesn't right it like it was head. really surprising to me that that was number one in the box office, the second one though, right? Uh yeah, yeah. I guess so actually. Because like Maybe, the first, first one was really damn good. Uh, Friday after next, and then what it was it? Friday after last? I don't, I don't know whether it was three honestly. of them, but yeah, damn Friday, yeah. I but like I said, tough hits. To, I was like, yeah, yeah that so one, I'll, that, I was because I yeah. was in a totally opposite direction, and then because like day of the weeks, that was a great hint, but I just couldn't fucking like my head yeah. was in a totally different spot on that right, one. So, right, right, right. Hey, that was a tough one. One for one. That was a tough one. All right, okay, right. moving into. But I do love Friday, man. Come on, you. Wait, it's Friday. You ain't got no job. <laughs> I'm gonna get you high, Craig. Yeah, I fucking exactly. So I, I thought that was a good hit as far as uh, one of the main characters was in the first one, not in the second one. Oh yeah, actually, good point. Good, yeah, very. Good okay, point. okay. 2005. Fast forward to 2005. For uh, in between 2000 and 2005, I didn't know what the hell was going on. 2005. This okay. is gonna be a tough one. Uh, doesn't get the love that it used to in its day. It was a really popular movie. High school basketball movie from 2005. High school basketball movie from 05. Yes. Um, I'm a big high school basketball fucking buff here. Um, I know this one's in your head somewhere. I'm trying to think of some hints that'll knock your you knock your brain. Because as far as hints, it's tough. Because I haven't seen this movie in a while. It wouldn't be Coach Carter, would it? It is 100% Coach Carter. Let's go! Two, two out of one, three. Two, two out of three. One. Let's go, Coach Carter, baby. That's one of my favorites. Someone was that based on a true a, story? I forgot. Yeah, that's a great Samuel L. Flick, dude. That's a good yeah. one. That's haven't seen that in a while, have you? I haven't, dude. It's probably been a decade. Dude, that was that's no shit. It's probably been a decade a since one, I right? watched that movie. Okay. I I pretty I have a damn rabbit hole. To have a damn good collection of like um, uh, Hoosiers and uh, there's another one. What the hell's the one? Um, uh, oh, wait, before we get on this rabbit hole, because 2006 hey, going, is going, a what? college basketball movie, my friend. 
based on a true story. Did I just say it? You didn't just say it, no. No, no. Okay. Um. Oh man, I I. It's the other one I'm thinking of, and I can. I think s- so. I can see. Based the, on a true I can story, see the actor he has kind of. Oh shit. Um. Uh, and they're at a hotel, and there's a scene because it's kind of got like segregation in it, like not to get that shit. I was gonna say no. Yeah. Like the, basically, got, the thing is like they, it was an all I, black. I, it was an all black team, and they were no, getting ridiculed white, because they were actually good and, and actually like competing with a, Kansas. And he's a white. Is he a white coach? Yep. Oh fuck! Fuck! And he fuck! Was I know his the ass name. The I know the name. Movie. And they're yep. and they're at a hotel, and there's that famous scene where they write on the hotel window. Oh god! That one, that scene I'm blanking on. But oh, oh, come on! It's right here. Come on, Colt! Come on, Colt! You got it! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Oh, it's never. I keep wanting to say we are the Titans. That's not what the fuck it is, but it's something. <laughs> it's something along like Two those words. Ah, oh, uh, glory road. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Good movie. Come on. That's one uh, that of my all-time favorites. That is Josh favorites. Lucas. Uh, the te- I think it's uh, it ended up being uh, so. Let's see. I think it was like Texas Western is what they had, yeah. and then is it UTEP that I think they. I think is it was what the school UTEP. was. UTEP. Yeah. 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 That's one of my favorites. All-time that's favorites, a good one, man. dude. Oh, dude. I'm so because I could see like I could see the whole movie like running yeah. down. I was just like, why yeah. can't I think of that's the why I didn't. Name? I was like, before you get in a rabbit hole, this one might be what you're thinking about. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's the next one I was gonna say. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. So switching gears here. 2008. Eight. Uh, okay. 2008. I'm trying to think of how to give you some hints on this one. Uh, has some funny moments in this. Uh, the underlying premise is a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, 2008. Trying to think of some more. Uh, two huge, huge actors uh, at the time and now uh, still uh, older guys. Older, older guys. Uh, really, really, really famous older actors. Shawshank Redemption? No, not in 2008. But... Uh, one of the men in that movie is also in this movie. Pretty damn close to 2008. I don't know when Shawshank was or if it was a box office number one. Okay, so would it be Morgan Freeman then? Morgan Freeman is in okay. this movie, yes. So I told you I'm a fucking movie buff, dude. That mo- right. Music and movies, baby. I, I'm uh, certain. I am almost certain. I feel like you and I may have talked about this movie. Um, oh, eight, oh, eight. Think of so his counterpart is another. Parts. There's parts that are serious, wildly famous, probably for a good chunk of time back in the 70s, 80s. Probably the biggest actor in the world is his is Morgan Freeman's counterpart in this movie. Oh, but cheapers. Oh, but cheapers. And the theme of this movie is them just being old. Oh come on, get busy living or get, no? That's the wrong. Nope. That's the wrong movie. But bucket list is the bucket movie. list is bucket the movie. List. Also, yes. one of my favorite movies of all time. Good movie, absolutely. Good movie. Is a, a uh, the scene I'm thinking about is uh, hang loose, sonny Jim. He's like, did you just make a penis reference? <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh, I love that movie. Oh, it's so good. All right, one more. Uh, one year forward, 2009. Yep. Uh, let's see. 2009. Um, also has some funny parts. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ways. I believe this was. If it's not set in Detroit, it's set in. Uh, set in uh, if it's not Detroit, it's some you know surrounding Michigan, Michigan cities. Michigan suburb. Okay. Um, main character is also very very old. Also extremely extremely famous person. Also really old. Movie's not necessarily about him being old, but he is very old and. Used to be a hard ass, still a hard ass, but now he's just really, oh, really old. Oh, baby, Gran Torino. Yes, Gran Torino. Let's go, also. dude. Come on. You're on fire. <laughs> I'm hot. 
2010. Okay, uh, already mentioned who the director is. Uh, this is the next one on the another, list. Another James Cameron. Okay, see, we're filing away. We're bringing to forward. See if you can get it without any other hints. Right. 2010. 2010 James Cameron flick. Did some big numbers at the box office. I think this would have been time superheroes were starting to get into his wheelhouse or no this is is this a superhero movie or no what's that is this a superhero movie or no i don't think you would technically classify it as that but it's definitely out of the realm of like realism (laughs) that one word 2010 james cameron one word avatar yes bang (laughs) i'm a fucking dog i'm a fucking dog (laughs) all right holy shit come on you got something hard for me (laughs) skipping ahead to 2014 (laughs) i get 2014 (laughs) yeah you're gonna get cocky then 2014 i have to imagine you would have seen this movie uh Mm -hmm. 2014 uh war movie oh more of a modern day war movie though modern day war movie i believe at least you know Within the war, within the last twenty years. Oh, um, uh, there would be Black if Hawk? I was getting asked this question. There's probably two that would come to my head. Is it Black Hawk Down? Nope, that one is I think early two thousands. Okay, two thousand fourteen. So there's swing and a miss one. Main actor is a pretty oh, big. Oh, name. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Lone Survivor. Yes, Lone Survivor. Oh. One I did not see the other, other one that I maybe would have guessed who would have been American Sniper, but it's not that one. Yeah. And I don't think too. that one's on Well, I would, list, have, so. I would have said Fury, um, but you said newer war movie. That that would have been my first thing because yeah. okay. Fury was pretty fucking popular back then. That's one of my favorite war movies of all time. I remember time. that, but that what is that? World War II? Uh, yeah, two. Okay. Yeah. All right, 2015. I have not seen this movie. I've seen the first one. This is number three of this series of movies. Okay. Um, suspense. This series of movies in 2015 suspense. All three movies are very similar premise. Mm. I'm trying to think of how I can tiptoe around this without giving it to that's you. That's too. It's that's one too word. Late to be the so Godfather. the same word and that. Well, it's 2015 movie. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's too. Like is that the Godfather three? Like no, no, no. it's too late. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said it's too late to be okay, a Godfather. Okay. Um, so 2015. Third one in the saga was this one, and it was box office number one. Well, that's yeah, and I didn't see one or two on the uh, <laughs> anywhere on here. Okay. Interestingly enough, twenty fifteen, we were in college. See, these ones are getting nice because now I'm going back in my brain. How I remember shit is literally how I remember in these movies to seeing them on fucking marquees, and I'm going back in my brain right now to the fucking that movie. In fucking Blono, where we used to, it was like five buck tickets if you showed your fucking oh, yeah. card. Is like that, the Uptown buck, Theater? Uh, no, it was like the Buck Hot Dogs. It was out. It was out. Fucking. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was yeah, like the actual movie theater, the Apex or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck it was. Um, right. I feel. Starplex. I feel like I went and saw. Yeah, Starplex. Maybe. I feel like I went and saw this. Regardless. Movie. I feel like I. I. It you was might like, have. So the main actor. Maybe we um, went and saw it together. No, I have not, not seen this movie. Okay. I have not seen. Maybe this movie. not. I've seen the first one. Uh, first one. This I'm trying. Like, I, I feel know. like every hint that I get is going to be a clear giveaway. Yeah, yeah. If this was uh, this one, I can't. Taken, I... taken three. Oh, see if. Because uh, yeah, I was about to I say, the first one, daughter is 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 in Europe, and yeah, then I was like, okay, yeah, well, that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Liam Neeson, that's a good one. I really like Taken. Taken one and Taken two. Taken three, kind of like 
Yeah, that, I don't know how that got box office number one. I mean, it was good, but anything that good uh, yeah i don't know people were hyped on it i think maybe just uh there were some pretty crazy cut them up shoot them up scenes though there was a scene where a dude had he like shoved a two bolts in a dude's hands and he like bolted oh, him yeah. down onto a fucking chair and like hooked electrodes <laughs> onto it like, i think i've only seen the first shit. one i think i've only oh, seen the first electric. one because everyone's like i mean the other two electric. are pretty no similar pun intended. <laughs> it's electric 20... experience uh, 2016, uh, right. only two more. I don't know if you've seen these. 2016, uh, definitely out of your wheelhouse, but uh, uh, more know? in the nerd sphere of things. Not superhero, though. 2016. I'm just writing down a movie I want to tell you guys about. 2016, things and not superhero. In the nerdy area. I can be nerdy from time to time, but not superhero. I don't think you are a fan of these movies. Oh, dude. If it's is it wrong. anywhere around HP? Harry Potter? Oh no, no, no. Oh. Um, fair guess, though. Fair guess. Cause that's where I would have gone. Oh, um, what's it? What's it? Uh, Pussy Jackson. I mean Percy Jackson. In the no. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> um, no. Like think like the biggest nerdy as far as like popularity wise. That isn't superhero things. Dog, I'm trying here. Star I, Wars, dude. Oh, Star Wars. yeah, yeah. That's the, the, you know that's not in my wheelhouse okay. I couldn't remember if you were, because you said yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like you and I have, so last one, and it's partially because I love this movie, and uh-huh. I don't think enough people have seen this one, 2020, uh-huh. 2020 war movie. I feel like you said you haven't seen it, and I was like, oh, dude, you have to see this. You would love it. One of my new favorite war movies of all time. Uh, oh, and it was one I told you about recently. I told you about this one. I think we were you oh. and I, you told me about one, and I told you about this one. I think. Twenty twenty mm. war movie. Mm. And I, I love war movies. I'm always up to date on war movies. And I want to say you didn't see it. World War One. As a plane bombs us overhead right now, <laughs> I can hear a plane in the background. <laughs> if you saw uh, it, there's a scene in it, and there's in the the uh, in the trailer. There's like speaking of planes bombing. There's like a scene where a plane like basically is like crashing down to the Damn. ground. I don't think you saw it. 1917. Oh, no, I didn't see the 1917. That's the one where he it needs does to be on the top of your list, where man. he doesn't use weapons, right? No, no, they That's use weapons. So the, the, the like gimmick, not, not even gimmick. Uh, what is that? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, the like interesting part about this one, the per- one of my like favorite directed movies, like the, they do it all in one, one shot. So they don't like have any cuts. They don't, it's literally just like, they follow these these characters the entire time without like any transitions, any true like cuts or anything like that. Maybe like one, and mm-hmm. it's 1917 is the movie. It's World War One. Um, I am blanking on the exact premise, but like these two guys basically have to travel across oh, across shit. enemy lines to deliver this message message that uh, yeah. um, whatever like uh, you know the United States or uh, the Allies. These guys weren't from. Uh, I think I it was see, yeah, the Allied forces. It's yeah. on Amazon Prime now too. Okay. If you haven't seen it, you or anyone else needs to be, and you like war movies, needs to be on the top of your list. It is uh, one of my favorites I've ever seen. Bang. Okay. And I was looking for the other one that I wanted to tell you guys about too. But um, all right. Because, yeah, I haven't seen 1917, and I just kept glossing over it. And it's it's one take, right? Like it's one one cut. That That's kind of like the gimmick of it. Yeah. And it's cool. And they just basically yeah. just like, yeah. Any all the way type of it. even crazy action, they just follow. It's awesome, man. It's, okay. All right. All right. So my war movie. Here we go. We're going to go a little movie rabbit hole for you. Okay, okay, okay. You guys, you guys, hey, no more NFL on fucking Sundays. We have Super Wild Card Weekend. We got a little bit, but hey. 
we got a long few fucking months. We're going to need some movies. We're going to need some shows. We're going to need some shit to talk about and do on Sundays here now. So, war movie. Amazon Prime 2018. So, pretty pretty new, but not new, new. Um, Overlord. It's war movie, but also kind of sci-fi behind it. Um, my my movie partner, my movie buff, is my Grammy P. Uh, me and my grandma are extremely tight. Shout out, GP, if you are watching. I know they might be on the road. They might be watching today. I don't know. Either way, uh, we used to go to the movies together. We used to go to matinees. we go to like 12, 1, 2 o'clock, and we go sit in the very back and watch movies. And so when we were in quarantine, we are watching movies together, and I would scroll through, and I'd have a list of like five movies, and then I'd send them to them. I'm like, hey, watch these over the next two days, and we'll talk about them. And yeah. this one, I didn't get crazy i got some good crazy reaction because i found some crazy fucking movies but this one yeah. she couldn't even speak she couldn't even speak after this one she said colton i i don't even i i gotta take a break i i can't watch any <laughs> movies for a while after this one this movie is absolutely insane opening scene world war one I, I believe it is they're on a plane and all fucking hell breaks loose and from the moment that you grab onto the armrest of your chair at that scene you do not let go it is absolutely insane as i, I told you it gets kind of sci-fi it starts in insane i don't want to ruin any of it because it's one of the best war movies i've ever seen overlord you're you will be thumping throughout the whole movie. It's insane. Okay. And if you if you are a person who is very good at having that willing suspension of disbelief is what they call it, basically putting yourself in the movie like you're sitting on your couch, but that's reality for the next two hours, it is a movie that will, it will get you, boy. Um, another one. I think all three of these are by the same director, if I'm not mistaken. Um, another one, Bone Tomahawk. This has, this is a Western movie. Um... I'll preface it by saying if you are not into gore and guts and blood, this this one is not for you at all. Neither really is Overlord, but this one's even worse. This one's bad, but this one is electric. I will not ruin it. I will not say anything because Bone Tomahawk is literally the preface of the entire movie. The name of the movie is the preface of the movie. It's an old western. It's absolutely insane. Another one. The first 10 minutes, you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? And then all of a sudden... Boom! Out of nowhere, and then it is just nonsense for the rest of the time. It it, it is it is insane. I'm seeing the I'm seeing the description. Good grief! Yeah, it's fucking insane, dude. Fucking insane. And then number three, last one, another really insane one. But how it it's one of the movie. Oh shit! Okay, I got one more for you on top of this. I'm sorry. These I got are, one more too. Okay, cool. We're hey, we're on a movie. We're on a movie kick today. Keep writing them hey, down, movie people. Mondays, dude. Keep, I like movie it. Mondays. Keep writing them down. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll bring three movies each every Monday and we'll talk okay. about them on top of your trivia. Okay, so Brawl on Cell Block 99 features, um, uh, help me out here, um, Wedding Crashers, not Owen Wilson. Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn in a serious jail movie. Serious prison movie, actually. Let me get that right. Prison. Ah, I remember hearing about this. I haven't seen it. Insanity. Insanity. One of the best movies ever. So I won't ruin any of that one. Now, why? So last two directors are the same, not the same as your Overlord. That was a okay. different director. Okay, yeah. So last Bone two Tom are the Hawk same director, though. Brawl on 99, I knew those were the same. And then this this one, the only reason why I thought of this one was because of the prison jail. This is my, over the last five years, favorite movie that I have watched, that I have found, that I have seen anything, point blank, period. And I just saw another one that I'm not going to tell you, but I, I, I tell you, I'm a movie buff, boys. Um this one, point blank period, if you like action, you like a little bit of blood, you like a little bit of guts, you like a little bit of holy shit suspense, you like a little bit of 
okay, wow, this has a little bit of a heart-tugging story to it. If you like those kind of Tarantino-shot films that, like, tell you the story from different angles all at the same time, and then all of a sudden at the end it comes fucking full circle and you go, what? Shot caller. Shot caller is the number one fuck. If you are a fan of Game of Thrones, you will recognize the uh, the main character. I've got a lot of fans of Game of Thrones to watch this movie, and they have lost their effing minds. How did I not know about this? It is an underrated Amazon Prime under the cracks movie. I don't think it was in box offices anywhere, but basically features highly successful guy. Things happen, other things happen, blows your effing mind. He okay. doesn't. He becomes less of a successful guy, but also a successful guy, and that's all I'm going to tell you. No, no spoilers for me. Shot caller. If you watch anything I just told you, go watch Shot Caller. Movie is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It. Great. I'm movie. interested. What do you got? Um, last one I got, and then we'll move on. Uh, another war movie. I want to. Have you seen this one, Greyhound with Tom Hanks? No, that's Recent. a newer one, right? Yeah. 2020, Apple. Uh, it was on Apple Plus or Apple mm. TV, whatever the hell it is. Also, it rivals what I said about 1917. So this is a World War II, uh, World War II Navy movie. Mm. Um, basically, a uh, fleet of you know subs and whatever. You know, I'm not, I'm not a much of a, a World War II history buff. I enjoy it, but it's a it's another one where nonstop action from the moment it starts, you're like locked into locked into everything that's happening. Um, but they basically, they're attempting to travel from, I, I, it's either from America over to, uh, you know, Great Britain or vice versa. Mm. Uh, but basically through, um, like the dangerous, most dangerous parts of the Atlantic ocean during world oh, war two and, and, and there's That's like, right. uh, you know, like dead zones where they have like almost no communication. Yeah. Uh, so they have this like one ship that they're mainly trying to protect and then, uh, you know, other uh, ships that they're trying to escort yeah, yeah, and yeah. it is just non-stop like i think it's over the course of the movie is shot over the course of like 20 24 hours or maybe two three days um regardless it is as i've, I've seen the, I've seen it's the insane. trailer yeah i've it's seen insane. the trailer as soon as you started kind of describing it i i saw i remember like seeing the wide out uh, big ass out in the ocean scene yeah, of and just tom just, H- like if you need any other it's freaking tom hanks tom good hanks, grief dude. Me it's up. a good one yeah i'm all about look at what i've made fire fire look at what i've made <laughs> wilson fuck <laughs> i haven't seen that castaway in a long time son Whew. hey Man. i got some goofy uh, monday son I got some goofy movie tr- movie trivia game that I got for oh, Christmas. I'm, That's I'm, really maybe really you bring really it on the really show, hard. pal. Maybe it's hard, man. It Who cares? I'll try. Maybe it's hard it though. Show. Um, yeah. Uh, next week, movie Mondays. I'll get you watered up. My movie of this week, Shot Caller. Shot Caller is my movie of this week. If if you want, I gave you some extra ones alongside of there too. But my movie of next week, I already have it picked out. It's one you are not going to want to miss. Actually features a young Ryan Reynolds, but not in a romantic way and not in a pure comedic way. It is a comedic way, but it is very dark. Of course. Very dark. But but save that for next Monday. Uh, Partner, anything else on your sidebar there? Holy cannoli, my friend. What a sidebar. What a sidebar. Look at that. Movie Mondays, baby. Hey, and as hot as I was, I feel like the bets just continue on for as hot as I just stay hot. I mean, I was at least 80% there, no? Like, 70%. Oh, oh, you got, you missed, uh, you missed 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 next Friday and, uh, and, uh, the last two. What was the other one you missed? Yeah. Uh, The one before the last. Star Wars. 1970. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Either way, hey, hey, hey. We, st- we stay hot here. We just and the last one I didn't expect you to get, I just wanted to talk about it because I love that damn movie, 1917. But yeah, man, those two war movies, 
I, I like war movies. Like I said, I'm not yeah, a huge World War II them. history buff, but I like war movies, and those two them. are, whoo, baby. Good Got stuff. Adam. Good stuff for sure. Uh, okay, let's switch gears a little bit here. Hey, we're see, we're normal human beings at the end of the day. We uh, love to handicap, and we're sports betting analysts, but uh, we like to have some fun outside of that, talk some oh, shit yeah. on the second half of the show. So let's get back into sports just a little bit here because it's uh, it's Massacre Monday for sure. Um, poo boy. Um, obviously, you know, Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, gone. They're at. Gone. No longer part of the Bears organization. Bears fans everywhere rejoice. I'm not rejoicing so much as of yet because I need to be reassured that none yeah. of the Hallises, none of the McCaskies are going to <laughs> stick their foot so far up their ass. They're not going to screw this up even more. Now we have a, a clean blank slate. We have a franchise sophomore year quarterback that we could stick into a very severe sophomore slump if we don't play this outright and ruin his entire career. So we have a shot right now to make a very, 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 very couple of smart decisions and quick, fast, and in a motherfucking hurry. It better not be in June, July that we're jacking around trying to hire an additional this and additional that and blah, 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 blah. Nah, we're getting that stuff taken care of by the end of next month and we're implementing shit by the end of March. I don't give a damn. Now, I will step off my soapbox. Partner, what do you think overall about uh, probably the one everybody was anticipating? I know I kept saying, ah, I think Matt Nagy might be around, but it was kind of the first one of the day everybody uh, found out Nagy and Pace followed quick. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you shouldn't be, obviously Bears fans are happy that he's gone and rightfully so. You shouldn't necessarily be jumping up for joy because, like you said, until you get the right guy in the room, this is uh, potentially just Groundhog's Day of oh. the last 10 years. Thank um, you. Thank you. Because, uh, you know, like... <laughs> There's a couple guys, like uh, Brian Flores, obviously, that was a little surprising, obviously 8-9, not the season they wanted, and I have to imagine that the Dolphins are looking for, if they're trying to invest as much uh, into Tua as we probably assume they are, I imagine the feeling is that they want some type of offensive guru to pair with him, and uh, yep. Flores being a defensive mind. I think he. I don't know if he'll get a head coach job or if he's going to go DC. He's he's going to get a job pretty damn quick. Uh, like I said, I don't know if that'll be head coach, but it'll at least be a really good DC job. Um, any thoughts on maybe where I saw someone? So Vic Fangio also out in Denver. I saw someone already <laughs> today. Just taking them all off. I was going to work down also the know way what I was going to say as like far Brian as Brian Flo Fangio well, no, out no, too. <laughs> there's a reason why I said that because I saw someone today as far as Denver Broncos saying, "Oh, Brian Flores, that would be a per that would I would like nah. Brian Flo Flores." And I, I don't know about that. I mean, the Broncos nah. just need to bring in that quarterback, and that'll solve a lot of their problems. They can go yeah, from there. I mean, honestly. They, yeah, they really have a lot of talent offensively and a lot of talent defensively, even yeah. with uh, losing. Um, uh, who went to the Rams? Uh, help me out. Uh, Broncos. Play. Oh, Broncos uh, Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. Yep, there you go. Uh, Von, even losing Von Miller, they still have a solid defense. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they got a lot of solid players. So I, yeah. I'm not out on the Broncos. They just no. they need to get somebody who can be under center uh, and be dominant. I don't think a right. head coach is their problem whatsoever. I mean – well, hey, and Vic Fangio essentially blamed that on uh, on that, and obviously he would have had a better career in Denver. But there, were, uh, Vic Fangio, great defensive mind, not a head coach. 
He, yep. if he wants yep. it, he'll have a job pretty game quickly as far as a defensive yeah. coach job. I'm curious to, uh, as to where he's going to go. I'd say um, bring him back to Chicago, but there's no reason to replace Sean Desai or do anything with him. I mean, Desai proved a lot to me, dude. When we had that week where it was like all the third stringers, four stringers, eighth stringers for crying out loud, and we still showed up defensively, I mean, maybe even better than some of the first string guys. I think Sean Desai is the future of the of the defense here in uh, in Chicago. Now, if we keep uh, what players we keep going into uh, 2022, 23 yeah. here is really going to be the uh, icing on top of the cake. But that's a whole nother rabbit hole in and of itself. But B-Flow, um, sticking on B-Flow for a second. Yeah. That one blew my effing mind, dude. I when Because I, I was sitting here capping this morning, looking at a couple of games, finalizing some shit. And I always have, uh, I always have get up going on behind me. And, uh, of course, I kept hearing Adam Schefter, late-breaking, late-breaking, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I hear Miami Dolphins. And I'm like, who the Miami Dolphins have gotten rid of? What the hell? So I just kind of stopped and turned around. And he just, Brian Flores, right out of his mouth. Why did they get rid of B-Flow? That makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, if anybody, like, I thought maybe they just nil out on on Tua's rookie deal. I mean, maybe they're getting rid of him to bring in somebody younger and cheaper. I don't know what the rationale is behind that, but They're, I'm very interested to see who goes yeah. down to Miami. Obviously, yeah, obviously that schedule weakened out and they rattle off a bunch of wins, but their defense, I mean, look at what look at what they did yesterday. The Patriots were trying to play for the division and uh, mm. you know, they shut them down, man. That defense was starting to play. It was about the only I just, favorite I had confidence in outside of the right. Saints and they laid an egg. Right. Uh uh, fellow Redbird, Mike Zimmer, out, kind of expected. Uh, he was also throwing his backup quarterbacks under the bus last week. Um, yeah, I don't know what they do, man. I, I'm not I, I losing. I think they're kind of in a good spot to just l- allow his son to come in and then Clint Kubiak right behind him, and then they just kind of like passing to the guards, Gary and Mike <laughs> out, and now we have fucking Clinton, whatever. They just kind of, woohoo, okay, here Who we knows, go. Dude? Uh, you Who know, knows? just fucking nepotism at its finest, but hey, in and out, in and out, we're retiring, you guys come know. in, but uh, what the fuck ever, you know? Who knows? I'll never, yeah. I'll never coach an NFL team. I don't know anybody that coaches one now, so nepotism at its finest there, boys. Uh, Joe Judge sounds like Joe Judge is staying around. I, uh, hey, we ain't running no clown show organization no, over here. That's but, why he's staying around. But if Morrow's got to kick over a few too many more trash cans, I don't think Joe Judge is going to be comfortable on that seat for next year. I'll tell you that much. Brian Flores gets fired, but uh, Joe Judge doesn't. That that's laughable to me, man. So uh, do you do you think they keep Danny Dimes in? Is it one more go around Danny Dimes so. and Joe Judge? I that's why it's like another one another team that that. should if they're investing fully in uh daniel jones find the offensive mind because i i he's dead i think daniel jones has potential he just keeps put being i'm not saying he's good but i'm saying i don't know because he keeps getting put into almost impossible situations with offensive line because we keep we just keep getting teased with these freaking 78 yard breakaway runs that he gets and gets tripped (laughs) up by the turf and it's like that's all we can remember and then we forget the 15 fucking interceptions in one game and all the other nonsense that we see from danny dimes I think he's broke, dude. I think that whole Giants organization needs to be imploded upon. Did you see that the city of New York or some organization or person or entity from the city of New York is suing both the Giants and the Jets for like $6 trillion (laughs) for being located in New Jersey and bringing just defamation to the face of the city of New York itself? Like the state of New York for fuck's sakes? I mean, I don't know, man. I think... Speaking of the Jets, do blow that organization. Ah, they might come around. They might come ah, around. That, I'm yeah. not going to get off the, the train on Bobby Sala, but Joe Judge no. and the New York City football giants drop an A-bomb on that bitch and blow it all the smithereens for all I care. 
as, as far as I'm concerned, too, I know you're a little bit off on this, but hot take central. Sorry, folks, uh, but I think Saquon Barkley's dead. I, mm. I, I think we've seen the best. I don't think he's completely done for. I think he'll have a flash here or there, but I think the 100 and 150 yard games are done. I think he's going to be more of a kind of a, hey, we need you in this spot. We need you in this down, this kind of kind of appeal spot. I don't think he's ever going to be 100 percent again. So open to debates on that, but I know you, you don't agree with me all the time. On I that, don't agree I, with you on that. I just I think, think him in again, I'm not saying Daniel Jones is good. I'm definitely not going to sit here and say Daniel Jones is good, and, but him and Saquon, I just don't know because their play calling has been miserable yeah. and that yeah. offensive line has been miserable. Yeah. So uh, speaking of running backs though, I, great running back who is uh, on the market getting shopped. Panthers are shopping Christian McCaffrey. Mm accepting offers for the man. I know this is a totally different thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Rule looks like he's going to stay put in Carolina. Are they going to make a stiff move for Deshaun? Deshaun ain't playing in Houston. Are they going to make another quarterback move? Like, with after already bringing in uh, Sam Darnold and then the whole Cam Newton saga this year and P.J. Walker behind him, are we going to do that whole thing again? Because I can't – I was trying to think yesterday in my head too, like, damn, okay, maybe Deshaun isn't expired goods 150% yet. Maybe he can come back and, and be a contributing factor to a team and that was like the only place I really saw and it's kind of interesting that it uh it, it, it um, came into my head there with thinking about CMC but that's another place very interesting if Carolina scuffles again next year I mean Matt rules out I I don't think he's got a another f- two years on his contract to try and it's next year out. bust for him 100%. it's gotta be next year 100%. bust for him I'm it, trying to it, see if, uh, if there's any news that we haven't seen yeah anybody else? um because I'm looking trying to look for David Cully now haven't heard anything about him he's so far as safe I mean because well, everyone's like, oh, he came in for a rebuild, got a nice paycheck, and he's out. They're going to be rebuilding again next year, especially if they don't be rebuilding have Deshaun for the Watson next play. 10 years. They're going to be brutal again next year. 100%, dude. They were basically a, uh, a team of just the untouchables and basically just uh, the expendables. You know, expendables, the expendables, yeah. and just kind of tossing everybody in there together. And, hey, you, you see know, Danny Amendola balling out yesterday? Hey, Turn back the damn clock. He's been balling out the last couple weeks, my man, out of nowhere. i just like, <laughs> who is this guy? And then Rex Burkhead getting signed to another year. He balls out the last few weeks. I mean, Give us one know. more year Mix- of the fighting Daves, baby. Hey, give me one more year of the fighting Daves. I don't think old Daves had a fair shake here in 2021 <laughs> into 22. Give him another shake next year. He had to take over the franchise and missed a bunch of turmoil uh-huh. and no damn quarterback into Sean Watson. Give the fighting Daves another shot. Um, outside of uh, that. but spe- Hang on. Speaking of the Giants, we didn't uh-oh. talk about it. And every we, everyone talked about it yesterday. The third and nine from their own five. Uh, essentially talk about the worst down. game on the slate yesterday. <laughs> oh, suck grief, fest man. 12 to I'm, 7 in the fourth oh so that's where gosh. i needed i told you at the top of the show i needed cardinals money line to have a nice day i had a three-legger money line confidence play and it was uh instead of a teaser because i couldn't find a an exact uh second pairing of a teaser with the football team because i love the football team doing exactly what they did for goodness sakes and i told you is under 15 and a half giants team total free money am i crazy and you said no you're not crazy and i didn't even I didn't even play it. Not at all. Um, oh, and then I did Titans oh. as well, and then the damn Arizona Cardinals, and the Cardinals blew it for me. So, oh damn, Giants, dude. man, goodness. Oh, yeah, they're a mess. They're a mess in a dress. That is for sure. I'm trying to think of uh, anything else. We'll talk about throughout the week. Uh, Super Wild Card Weekend coming up this weekend. 
Um, obviously, Mags isn't going to have anything to gloat about because he doesn't have to worry about this weekend. Him and his green and gold get to relax for another week. Um, but Super Wildcard Weekend is going to be electric. Saturday and Sunday yeah. is going to be awesome. So we'll talk about that throughout the week. Um, there'll be more developments on top of Massacre Monday. This isn't the last <laughs> news or anything we're going to no. see. I can assure you well, of that. Only person and team we didn't really mention that uh, we think could be on the chopping block might have saved his job the last couple of weeks. Seattle Seahawks finished seven and ten. Pete Carroll puts up a couple nice, uh, or at least Russell Wilson plays so much better yeah. the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Lions and yeah. now the Cardinals yesterday. I think he should be gone still because I think they'll do uh, have a very similar season if he's not gone. But mm. uh, I don't well, know, they, man. Not they the fact nowhere. that we haven't heard anything yet. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere, but they ain't going anywhere in the NFC West if they oh. are if they don't get rid of as Carroll, a uh, so. yeah. As a, a, as a fan of Russell Collins Wilson, expired. I as a fan of Russell Wilson, I want him to have a better situation because it reminds me a lot of the end of the last two years of uh, Rodgers and McCarthy, mm. uh, Packers and Rodgers not having their best seasons, missing the playoffs uh, altogether, and then they get rid of him, and now three straight thirteen win seasons. 100%. I think the exact same thing can happen for the Seahawks if they make the right moves, but we'll see, man. We'll see. That is a big fact and a half. We shall see. We got plenty of other uh, NFL nonsense to uh, talk about as the week rolls on. We have been having almost two hours of quality, solid conversation here. Hell of a show here today, partner. Wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. Uh, we got one final segment, My Motivation Minutes. You know the drill. Everybody needs a little extra inspiration, motivation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get them Breaking news. I, oh, yeah, I know. We got some more stuff. We ain't going nowhere yet. Relax. Go ahead, pal. Dave Gettleman, GM for the New York Giants, has announced his retirement. The New York Giants faithful are jumping up and down off the table. Man, that man was the worst GM in in all of football, quite possibly. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not going to trade back and get, uh, what was his word? I can't even think of what the hell his word. He get uh, not raked over the coals. He used a word for it. Oh, I don't know. But (laughs) just a clueless clueless individual man and uh that actually oh, no. now joe judge is certainly on the hot seat because if yeah. they bring in a gm and his gm the new gm is like why the fuck would we keep joe judge like, get clown. him the fuck out of here he's a clown um, but yeah uh whew, man that is big news man that has been like that is a big reason why people aren't coming to play for the giants because nobody nobody likes uh dave gettleman wow that's big news big news for sure there you go late breaking wow. always find it here at the ttl pod um, a couple of that, uh, we got some recording to get to, so we're about to wrap things up here. We got, uh, Wise Words Season 2, Episode 6 being recorded. That's right, the second half of Wise Words is kicking back off this week, uh, Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. It'll drop on our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell so you don't miss that drop. And it'll be available on all major podcast directories, as always. Very excited to uh, talk with our guy here today, a uh, friend of a friend. We kind of got put in contact that, hey, he he's an electric guest. You got to have him on. So uh, we started having some conversations and uh, doing my usual research. I am geeked. I cannot wait to talk to this guy. I can't wait to share it with you guys. I can't wait to just see how it turns out. I am so excited. Uh, Going to yeah. be a hell of a way to start the second half of season two. So make sure you check that out. Wise Words Pod. Um, you want to look for... Everything, uh, TTL crew, TTL content, yada, 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 Cup of Joe on Campus pod, the Wise Words pod, Talking the Line pod, all of our best bets, our blogs, everything in between. Just go to TalkingTheLine.com. There's uh, dedicated tabs for every single thing that I just mentioned, so you uh, can easily find it all on there. Just head over to this episode's description. Visit the Linktree link. It's the first link down there. Uh, It has uh, the TalkingTheLine.com website there, all of our social platforms, and our additional content. So you can consume all of that jazz whenever and however you please. All right, 
That's it uh, for my second half of the show, Nonsense. Mags has himself muted over there. Partner, anything uh, left from you as far as late-breaking news, nonsense, before I get us out of here with some motivation minutes? No, sir. It looks like that is a, the last bit that I am seeing so far that we have not covered. Uh, Vikings GM also out of time, and I honestly didn't see that this morning once we got yeah, out of time when we were getting ready. That's another big one. So, uh, yeah, take it away. That's all I've got uh, for today. All right, here we go. Final segment of the day. Let's wrap it up with my motivation minutes all right my friends as always uh every monday we kick it off with a quote from the legendary college basketball coach john wooden and we close out every friday every week of pods with another quote from that same man uh so kicking this week off um this one i uh, was able to kind of get a little perspective of my own uh behind it as i was kind of thinking about it today so i'm really excited to bring this one to you guys Um, The quote of the day from the legendary J-Dub, if there was anything you could point out where I was a little different, it was the fact that I never mentioned winning. Again, if there was anything you could point out where I was a little different, it was the fact that I never mentioned winning. And I'm sure you can kind of deduct this yourself, but the first place my mind went is, okay, you're telling me, Life isn't about the wins and the losses. It's all about what's going on in between the buzzers, right? So then my mind started spinning. All right, now you know me, mid-major king, college basketball. All right, now I'm, now I'm on the court. Now I got to visualize. Okay, let me, let me visualize it for these guys. So we got different buzzers in between the game, right? There's, there's the game for the half. There's the game for or, – or the, the, there's the buzzer for the half and the buzzer for the full game, right? The, that's the long-term deal. But – We also got the fouls. We got the timeouts. We got the dead balls, the jump balls, whatever that case might be. Oh, hey, we got to bring two guys in, or whatever the case might be. So little comparison for those things for you. So let's start with those short buzzers, the timeouts, the fouls, the the little things, the short-term goals of your life, the things that you're facing daily, weekly, or maybe just monthly, those things that you have to get done here and now that are on your plate right here. Maybe maybe they're just goals. Maybe they're, they're things that you've been working towards for a while and you are trying to achieve them. Now, everybody around you is, is going to tell you that the only way you can measure your success is if you win it doing that or if you lose it doing that, if you achieve that goal or you fail at doing that goal. And I'm here to tell you that that is complete fucking bullshit point blank period excuse my french but i don't give a damn because it is it is not about winning and not about losing it is not about that first buzzer and then oh shit we're taking a timeout now we got to talk about things it's all about what was done on the hardwood in between there what effort did you put in what did you learn how did you grow what flower did you pick off your path meaning what tool did you add into the tool belt that made you a smarter brighter and more knowledgeable human being able to impact the lives of others that's what matters so then i start thinking long term the buzzers at the half the buzzers at the full game what really matters in your life over the long term of your goal the big goals you're chasing your career goals your family goals your relationship goals What really matters is not whether you're winning and losing at those things, but what you're doing in between the buzzers, how you are adding to yourself, how you are becoming better versions of yourself, how you are getting to that next rung on the ladder. Because I've said it so many times in these motivation minutes, every new level of our lives requires a new version of ourselves. And if you're not willing to make those adjustments, those in-game adjustments between the buzzers, 
during the small short terms, you will not be able to make the big adjustments you need to for the halftime and for full game. And if you're a basketball fan, I'm sure there's a lot of buttons and lights and shit clicking off in your head right now, as it was for me. So I'll say it to you one more time, my friends. So we're all on the same page for this beautiful Monday. If there was anything you could point out where I was a little different, it was the fact that I never mentioned winning. Life isn't about wins and losses, my friends. It's about what you choose to do in between the buzzers. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I like it, my man. Great way to kick off the week. Uh, I am, uh, yeah, don't have too much to add. You nailed it right on the head. Appreciate you, my man, and your feedback as always. There you go. There you have it. All right. Well, that is officially in the episode and episode of the TTL pod, episode number 197. Uh, as I said, we got some recording to do. We got some other stuff. We got some irons in the fire. Um, hey, look here. If you guys were around, oh, maybe a month ago, Hell yeah, probably just about a month ago, maybe two months ago. I was saying to you, I said, now look here. We's on the rocket ship, okay? The jet fuel, the extra rocket fuel, the mixture, if you will, has been added into the fuel tank. We are headed directly for Taymoon, and we are right about at the atmosphere. We ain't got no more seats on the rocket ship left, okay? But we ain't broke through the atmosphere yet, and we got some tether cords still hanging off. I told you grab a hold. I told you tie on tight because we are going to be going quick, fast, and in a hurry, and we're going to be out of sight before you have any idea what the hell happened. Now, my friends, I say unto you with a grateful heart that we have got even closer through the atmosphere. We're not all the way through it yet, but we still have but only a few tether cords left. So grab on. We're going to the moon in full force. We got a lot of irons in the fire, and hopefully within the next coming weeks, few months, we will have some huge Huge announcements to bring to you guys um, in relation to us, um, some of our cohorts, everything in between. This past year has been um, absolutely amazing, such a blessing, and uh, it's because of you guys. We'll keep showing up, we'll keep giving you uh, our insights, our analysis, everything in between, and uh, thank you. I'll thank you guys again, but as always, for allowing us to show up here every single day and uh, take some of your time and your energy. So, ladies and de-gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide... For myself. Hold on, hold on. Far and wide. We're not superstitious, just a little stitch. Just got to make sure you do everything right here on the show. That way everything, uh, tickets cash in the right order. But that being said, from myself <laughs> and Mags, thank you so much for choosing to stop by. Episode number 197 of the TTL pod. Oh, shit, it's 198. Wow, did I really mess that up? It's, oh, it is 198. Wow, I've been saying that all day. 198 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous January 10th, 2022. We can't tell you how much we appreciate every single one of you from the bottom of our hearts for your likes, your follows, your shares, your subscribes, your comments, your retweets, everything in between. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of that and for letting us take up your time and energy. Once again, throughout every day, we hope we are able to provide a mental vacation for you guys for the short two hours we spend with you and uh, dive into a few rabbit holes that let you forget about this wild world we live in sometime. Without further ado... We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans. Get on your running shoes because we got a lot of trips to the pay window to make tonight. We'll see you there shortly. But without further ado, 
Say it with us just at the end of every show like we do. Let's cash some tickets.